Yeah. Hey guys, we got another Cleveland Moto podcast. I want to light one up here. Ah, ah, oh. Yeah, exactly. Look at this fucking table of brown liquor and mead and all this other amazing <laughs> shit. Oh, the, mead um, is a, the, mead, the mead is the best I've ever had. The mead but is I'm not a big mead person. Yeah. So we use ours. Chris Smith just said, "What did you say about the mead? We're going to be uh, pillaging." Yeah, absolutely. He said, uh, we're going to get in longboats and we're going to attack the North Islands. <laughs> and uh, Canada's got some explaining to do. Hey, we're coming Bass for Island. you. Middle, Middle Bass Island. Yeah. Your number's up. Once we get the longboats all set up, we're going Viking on your ass. Yeah. Valhalla. All right. Mm. That is so tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, major shout out to our friend uh, Jonathan Sawyer from oh. many Cleveland restaurants, but most, uh, most notably Greenhouse and Noodle Cat. Uh, he was very nice to bring us a bottle of Weller Antique 107. This is on my list of shit I can't afford to drink. Giddy up, son. So, uh, yeah, giddy up, son. Fancy <laughs> pansy. It is fancy pansy. So later on, we'll be cracking into the Weller. Uh, That's tremendously generous. It is tremendous. I mean, and he came in, he said, that, you know, this is for your team. He listens to our podcast um, and said he wanted to support us. And wow. It's extremely generous. So right super. Yes. Get him. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw this Giddy out up. there yeah. right yeah. now. I'm willing to live a little dangerously. I'm drinking is, mine neat. Because yeah. this is my birthday weekend. It so. is your birthday oh, yeah. weekend. Congratulations. So, uh, I can always just claim my birthday. And what are we doing for your birthday weekend, John? Well, not this weekend, but next weekend ah, yeah. for my birthday. Yes. I will be getting on a flight to the Socialist Republic of Portland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You're really going. We're really going. Oh, it's real. I thought you were going to the Wuhan province. <laughs> no, we're, but we are going to watch out for the Kung flu. We're going to be a lot closer. Yeah. yeah. I'm literally looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really fun trip. Yeah. So we're going to the one show. And for all you guys who listen, there's going to be a lot of guys from a lot of different part podcasts up at the one show and couldn't be happier about it. We got everything booked. Uh, we got hotel accommodations, got a rental car. We're set. We're ready to rock and roll. By the way, that's Rand's term, Socialist Republic of Portland. Right, exactly. <laughs> and we have an update from Rand. Uh, I know all of our podcast listeners who've been kind of following. Uh, they're, they're, we're, Rand has been, Rand has achieved official Cleveland Moto status uh, I got another. I got another message. He's running me. the satellite office for he us. He is running. Yeah, yeah. he's keeping uh, Oregon <laughs> ready for Cleveland Moto. He's prolific. He is prolific. The dude is, and he's just, he's just a good guy. You can tell that when a guy gets super loaded, and then just immediately, and there's nothing evil about his posts. There's nothing mean about his posts. He's just, he's just loaded up and ready for fun. So I'll, we'll read you one of Rand's posts here it's later It's all about on. content. you got to have a lot of content. He's got good content. He's got a lot of content. So is, this the, is it going to be the Rand segment then? It could okay. be. We could have an ongoing. We'll see Why if he not? provides continuous content. Yeah. So if he provides continuous content, we will provide continuous updates on from Rand, our man in Oregon. If he, well, if he continues way, drinking, then, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is delicious. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey Oscar, oh can you pass delicious. me the, uh, the Weller, please? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, gave, I made sure to leave myself a, a, a neat glass. So I could really get the full experience, and I'm very yeah. See, I got very yeah, excited about this. So that was mead. I'm just going to talk a little bit about yeah. the mead yes. that uh, Daniel brought. So your friend made this, and what I really like about it is it's actually a mead that you can taste some of the Glasses. honey. That yes. was always one of my disappointments with mead. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting it's made of honey. It's got to be sweet, delicious. Yep. And then you drink it, and you're like, mm. where was the honey? But that one. The honey shines through, and, and yeah, as you said, that's a uh, a clover honey or 
Wildflower honey. Wildflower honey. You can actually taste a little bit of the the, the original <laughs> the wildflower made, honey coming through. I'm not good enough to drink syrup, this. Though. I'm going to stand it. I'm just going to make a statement right now. I drink a fair amount of bourbon. I usually don't drink great bourbon. I drink serviceable bourbon. This is really, really tasty. It's beyond your station. Um, it is well beyond my station. Yeah. And I think this, we should savor it and have one, yeah. just limit yeah. it to wow. one yeah. shot. Limit it to one yeah, yeah, yeah. because we're going to save that one and make that one. We're going to put legs under that. This is like when you have a dinner party or whatever, people over and you yeah. have four bottles of wine and the first one's like a nice bottle yeah. and then after that it's, it's just, just right. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It really is So where delicious. is this compared to Stranahan's? Well, it's pretty high, or pretty high above Stranahan's right now. Mm. Um, this mm. is, you know, not to get into the, the value of things other than the value of things. The value of things, first of all, is that John Sawyer was nice enough to give us this bottle. And thank you so much. So, thank you, John Sawyer. Um, and he's a guy that he's been into scooters. He's got a Moto Guzzi, and he does walk the walk. If you're downtown, if you're just cruising downtown Cleveland, if you're just hanging out, you will see Jonathan Sawyer ripping downtown on his Vespa at light speed plus two. Uh, <laughs> He runs between his restaurants, and he uses the Vespa to jump restaurant to restaurant to restaurant to restaurant to check on his domain, like to check on his stuff. Hey, what's going on here? What's going on here, <laughs> right? And he's a fun guy, too. Like, he's a very, very exciting and very interesting guy. He blends wines for other restaurants in the basement of his house, and he's, he really gets into that idea of getting your hands involved and making cool shit. So Jonathan Sawyer's always been a friend of the shop. He's always been a super, super nice guy. Everything he's done with the greenhouse. Uh, you know, our friend Pasta Gary, Gary Thomas, who makes Ohio City pasta, introduced me to Jonathan Sawyer years ago. And it was one of these, like, bro deals. It was like, hey, I think you're going to like this guy. And we went in and we met him, and we had a great time just hanging out in his restaurant. And... He's a guy that could show off. He could be a showy asshole if he wanted to because he's got all the cool shit and he's got the cool restaurants and his kids are awesome and his wife's awesome. He's living that perfect life. And, I mean, he was on, you know, all the TV shows. Uh, the, the man's just got it. But he also made French fries called, you know, Sawyer Sweet Frites that are at the, at the Cleveland Brown Stadium. Mm-hmm. So you can go in there and you can get a really cool food item at the stadium. Are those the duck fat ones? Yeah. Fried in duck fat? Yeah, yeah dude. Know your audience. Mm, I, know you your know, audience, As a man, man who digs on yeah. swine. Yeah, he does sausage <laughs> and peppers, He does yeah. things with a pig that are just fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, his, and he introduced me to the lady butchers, too. His pig face is legendary. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I've never eaten the pig face yet, but uh-huh. I hope to before I die. I took, I took the missus. We're, we're both vegetarian, and we oh, go. Get the fuck oh, no. out of here. We go there because they have this. He also does great vegan and yes, vegetarian dishes, etc. Yeah. Right? And I, you know me, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's just for my heart. But anyway, so we sit down and we're sitting there enjoying our thing. And two seconds later, this big pig face comes to the person next to us, oh! and this dude's just carving in there. And my Hello. wife's just looking at me like, "This is fucking <laughs> not good. <laughs> what are we doing here?" <laughs> Dude's like digging in the eyeball. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been there. The I've, cheeks, I've heard. Are I've done one in there. It is something that. You know, as a top-level predator that I am, I felt it was my job. I'm an apex predator. and You're sucking the snout. I was just... (laughs) But, you know, here's the weird thing is... Can we stuff the snout with sausage so I can suck it out of the tubes? (laughs) A lot of times people do stuff because of what? Because it's graphic or it's weird or it's insane, the the, the chilled monkey brains or whatever the hell it is. You ate those, like, rubber little crabs on top of that poutine. I did. Yeah. I oh, did. when was that? Yeah. Where was I? I, I yeah, I've <laughs> been. The place in Cleveland on 
Oh, down at the banter? The yeah. banter. Oh, I yeah. love banter. banter. Yeah, I love Banter's yeah, another little, one. Like, yeah. They look like little rubber. Like, yeah, they do. They're rubber. delicious, though. Man. Yeah. Little yeah. soft shells. Yeah, yeah, little soft shells, little baby soft shells. Banter does a, I mean, Adam just uh, does a great job with banter. That's another Cleveland mm-hmm. restaurant that you should go to. When people go, oh, well, have you ever had poutine? They're like, oh, yeah, I've, I've been to Tim Hortons or whatever. Um, I've had poutine. Uh, go to banter. Go to I banter. Had poutine when I was first, when I was like 15. Right. You know, her name. Oh, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, no, no. Now that you mentioned the eyeballs, you can go to jail for that. Everything yeah. on the piggy's head, by the way, everything, so. on, the, everything on the animal's head did actually taste fantastic. Yeah, I mean. And even, that's the weird thing is it wasn't just a spectacle. The stuff was good. I yeah. used to work in, in Takati, and actually it was a the thing. There's eyeball tacos oh, in Mexico. really? I mean, not it, you can't find them everywhere. but I'll keep they, an eye out for them. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Puns. Hey. <laughs> Got them. Oh. This, is, this is very early in the show. Yeah. It is hard to start out with the best drink of the night, though. Yeah, And then work yeah, your way down. I don't give a shit. That shit's delicious. No, and then. It's something that I come back to it again. It's all good. Thank your you, your eyeball taco. Am I going to get some yeah. table service here? I mean, like, is somebody mm. going to set me up? Oh, hell no. Something like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, can I evoke? No, it's almost as good as Stro. Yeah. It's almost as good as Do you know the strange thing is? I can drink that and I don't actually hear parts of my body dying as I'm doing it? Yes. Watch the camera. I would like my Wellers on the rocks, please. Wellers with just one rock. That's all you need. That's all you need. The, uh, this has got I know such a good... I swore off whiskey mm. and bourbon and everything yeah. this year, but that looks like it's worth reaching for. And this yeah. is one of those ones where, you know, normally my go-to would be just one ice cube. Mm-hmm. But my, I, I've kind of learned my rule is, my rule is the better I think it's going to be, the less I add to it. Good. And then yeah, I add good. to it to make it better. So yes. if I drink it and it's blowing my doors off the way it is, no just water, no it. ice. Yep. yep, It's just fine. And I know that I'm probably telling people something they've known since they were four, but depending on what state you're from. But yeah, the, or how early uh, you start drinking. Me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Again, why do I always look at Oscar when I yeah, say I that? Know. I like, just assume that where you come from. foreigner, yeah. Right, exactly. What do you mean you Elementary people? school, <laughs> where you people come from. Yeah. Just a splash. I just assume at elementary school, they just open up the taps of tequila. Yeah, just, just chug <laughs> it, yeah. And well, everything just smells during, like During almond. recess. It's all breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all breakfast. That's that's Welcome to fourth all, grade. Almond and tequila <laughs> vanilla, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Steve, you do. You have as you much of you. that as you want. Drink this whole bottle. Right. You can't. You well, can it looks no like you're well yet. on your way. It's already. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a a label. Looking at That's the it. halfway mark already. So, uh, so I heard recently that a, a traveler from Wuhan, China, went to West Virginia to go hiking, and I uh, got bit by a tick, and now he's got Corona with Lyme. Hey. <laughs> So, to my left, too <laughs> soon. Chris Smith. <laughs> and to his left, Kropke. And to his left, Johnny Mack. And Steve Hoffert. And the grumpy old sewer guy. <laughs> the grumpy old sewer guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Peggy, grumpy. Okay, so when I showed Peggy Fuck the you, YouTube video. Grumpy. She's like, where's the guy who always wears shorts? Right. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, wait, wait, fast forward the video. Right. You'll and find there him. he is. Oh, there he is. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and to his left? Oscar, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stop a little bit. Okay. So finally, I got the the, the Christmas presents for you guys for you guys. Oh. Wow. But I don't have kids like Sleepy to actually wrap stuff up. Okay. So right. Yeah. You you're, guys, you're a bachelor. Yeah. The, uh, and by the way, ladies, oh. Oscar is single. Engage safety that. squints. Yes. Oh yeah. Catapult for all you guys. Oh, oh here my I'm pass God. Go. Pass him down. Yes. That way, keep him going. Keep this going. is fantastic. So engage your safety. Yeah. Squints. Engage your safety squints, people. 
Um, oh my this, goodness! So yeah, this, wait, this wait, is wait, just wait. the coolest thing. Oh yeah, get one. There. So our uh, obviously the Retina Remover three th- nine thousand. Yeah, the Retina <laughs> Remover nine thousand. Um, again, this is this is a guy that we always talk about like minds, right? Yeah. Do not eat. Every single <laughs> that's the safety feature from it. It right? is a safety feature. Do not every eat. Every single person that I have ever turned on to AVE has been like, holy shit, He's my legit. life has changed. Yes. And uh, again, you'll know him when you see him. Yeah. Oh, no, you won't. No, <laughs> you, you never won't. see him. You'll never see him. But Arduino versus Evil, AVE, yes. if you listen to our podcast, you know Go check him out about him. You know what he is. Check him out on the YouTubes. A lot of the stuff that you hear come out of my mouth got there because of watching too many hours of his channel. So any uh, you know BC colloquialisms you might hear coming out of my face hole, if any of us say something skookum as frig, we know where that came from. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's that guy. And God, thank you so there much, you dude. Guys. Yeah, thank very, you. very. It wasn't thank a little late, you, but, but uh, worth yes, the we wait. We can all build our own. <laughs> I wish uh, yes. Young yep. Nick were here. This would be I, well. I got them for him as well. Yeah, in, yep. in his wheelhouse. Had yep. he showed yep. up, he would have yep. gotten one. Fuck you, Nick. Fuck you, Nick. So yes, we now have our own. We now have our own catapults. Uh, well, <laughs> young Nick and young Cameron, our, our two millennials, are no-show tonight Wait, for some so reason. so I don't even know what I'm beholding here. So what you do is you take this apart. Okay, I see and, it's perforated. Yes, it looks yes. like it wants to break apart. Really it is bad. perforated. So this part is the base, and you yep. have your catapult, mm-hmm. and your little lock-in, so you just kind of yeah, cock Oscar will build just... one while we're doing the podcast, I'm sure, and then you just <laughs> okay. click it. And I'll, you, I'll you, you you're going to lose an eye. Yep. <laughs> exactly, right. yep. That's and, why you have to use okay, the safety so, squints. You know, in the same spirit, we're going to have podcast versus bottle cap. We, we have battle cap yeah. shooters. Right? Best for, for next the, podcast. Oh, yeah. man. The, uh, so, Wait, nobody got me a trebuchet? No. That's for next year. Yeah. I have one, actually. There's a little more assembly required <laughs> yeah, in the trebuchet. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Those are pretty good. We are, we are truly... We Bunch are fucking nerds. We are, <laughs> we are way over-equipped children. Uh, yeah. We are See, all children. Nerds would be like a good thing. We're <laughs> So we had a couple of podcast listeners ask us just if we could because we forget. We've been doing this since 2011. Okay? Yeah. It's kind of a long time. We've been doing a silly thing for a long, long time. And we just see each other every Friday and we just assume that we know who we are. Hell, I can avoid you guys at the store. If I see you coming, I know to get in the other aisle. Turn the other way. Guess I, Phil, I got money guess this I time. I don't need cat food. Yeah, the cats, can, the cats can eat tuna. So just so, just so for a quick go-around. So the basics of who you are and maybe yeah, good point. what you do, you know, when you're not here kind of thing, and kind of what your, your motorcycle thing is. So I'm just going to start real basic. So, yeah, for you guys that weren't paying attention earlier, my name is Phil Waters, and I was born in 1969, a small Giggity. black child. And no, <laughs> I wasn't. But, but I'm a suburban kid that... Make it short to this point. That, yeah. Exactly. I was a suburban kid that was fascinated with motorcycles because of Evil Knievel. And Evil Knievel yeah. got me into motorcycles. Probably. I think he single-handedly got me into motorcycles. And I loved motorcycles in any way, shape, and form and would work and build and steal and corrupt other vehicles to make them into vehicles. Like, we were taking anything that had piston power and making it run pretty cool, having a good time in the suburbs. And then when I became a young man and I joined the military, I went over and found that Germany had all kinds of cooler shit. And I got to have 
scooters and motorcycles and cool cars in Germany on a private or a specialist salary, which you know is about 900 bucks a month. But when Army's paying for your food and your medical care and the roof over your head, that's $900 of disposable income every <laughs> yeah. single fucking month. Woohoo! And you get like 30 days paid leave. Not, not so, yeah, I was dollars. going everywhere. <laughs> That's so not how this is going to work. How that show, how that turned up back here is, I got sick. I was used to be a police officer, and I didn't use. like that job. And then being a police officer didn't work out for me. But I always wanted to have my own motorcycle shop, always. And so about twenty years ago, we started. and We had this idea where I went from hanging stupid AV equipment from the ceiling <laughs> in a job doing you know audio video installation to my wife. That after I worked really hard to help her get through college. And she was on her career path. She let me take a year off to develop a motorcycle shop. And it was an experiment. And we said, okay, we're going to take some time off. We're like going to do this. Dr. Waters. Yes. God, God love Dr. Waters, right? What year was that? That was on 25th, right? I like so, a, no, we started I like West to refer to her as St. Waters. St. Waters. St. Merritt. Yeah, yeah St. Merritt. Mm. So did it start as like, can you see them? So we started as Pride of Cleveland Scooters. Right. And Pride of Cleveland Scooters was in a little corner church, a corner bodega, a little you know, Iglesia, man. Like we were a little tiny corner church that was 700 square feet that I got on the corner of 122nd Lorraine. Okay. Across from Mi Pueblo Taco Shop. <laughs> Great tacos. Great tacos. But what year was that? That so had that to be before 2000. was literally 2000. 2000. 2000. Was it really? So that was 2000. Okay. That was okay. circa so, before I yeah. ever heard of Phil. So <laughs> when we did that and we got this idea going, my buddy Sam Locke and I in Cleveland Heights, but years before that, had Vespas, and we were running around with Vespas and Lambrettas, and we were fixing them for people and, mm -hmm. and building them up. And we had this little side business going of working on scooters for folks. And there were no dealerships. That wasn't there. People would chase us down in the street and be like, Vespa, and run after us. <laughs> well, they were rare. They were Super yeah, rare. Right. Crazy rare. Did, you did Mike Philly stuff, I right? did, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So we did. Well, Oscar it, it, and I were talking about trying to turn out some young kids. Yeah. And Mike Philly will till, still to this day you tell to. you how I ripped him off. Oh, really? Because Mike Philly showed up at my shop. He had a couple of different bikes over the years, and he's a local Cleveland DJ. And at one point, he showed up when our shop was on West 25th Street. Mm -hmm. He showed up very much unannounced with mm, 30 to 50% of a Vespa in the back of his car. <laughs> yep. No, I don't remember. Okay? 30 to 50% of a Vespa. And he just unloaded it. And he made a hasty arrangement with a mechanic I had working there at the time who had a tendency to have parts fall off of bikes and fall onto other bikes that maybe we didn't own. And... It happens. <laughs> Not great business. And a lot of backdoor work going on that I didn't know about, yeah. which for the record, if anybody at any motorcycle shop ever offers to do backdoor work for you, you're going to have a bad time. Oh. You're going to have a bad time. If you're going to like, wow, I don't want to spend 90 bucks an hour for my labor. I but can, the mechanic says he'll do it out of his own garage for 25 bucks an hour. So I can, picture I can say that one too. of my biggest regrets in life is not backdooring you. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can picture as that guy. Say, yeah. As you say, wastewater yeah. sounds legit. Sounds legit. <laughs> and every time that's happened, so every time in my career that we've had a mechanic backdoor somebody, that's always ended up with a problem is like, the guy comes into my shop seven months later, a year and a half later. Hey, dude, where's my bike? Where's my bike? So I got a problem with this Weller. Yeah. It's it, delicious. It doesn't make me go, ah. No, no, there's no, nothing. There's no shutters. There's Chris no. Smith says it's declawed. 
That's my term I use for everyone. You want the real Johnny Mac. That shit is too If you want to put it away, that's fine. We can put it away. Now you're making it uncomfortable. No touching. So we kind of did this, you know, we kind of have had this thing with our scooter shop where our scooter shop was always the business. But the vintage motorcycles was always what we were doing in the back at after hours was building cafe racers mm-hmm. and cool old bikes. And at some point, we realized that there was something happening in America where cafe racers and cool old bikes were becoming popular. And then we had a come to Jesus moment where somebody told me nobody will buy a motorcycle at a scooter shop, but they will buy a scooter at a motorcycle shop. Mm. And that's true mm-hmm. yep. because a lot of straight cis men will not enter a motor scooter shop unless it's to buy something for their wife, right? Whereas, and we grew up with that. We kind of learned about that. We knew about it. I cherish that because that makes scooters special for the people that are not morons. Fuck yeah. Yeah, right? (laughs) Are they cis men or are they homophobes? Well, they're homophobes, right? And a lot of it is being homophobic. And it was kind of funny when we made the decision to leave downtown Cleveland, our second shop, when we decided to do that, we went to Lakewood because Lakewood was scooter friendly. Yep. And when we went to Lakewood, Lakewood, the city of Lakewood was like, Jesus Christ, it's about time you guys woke up and moved your fucking shop here. So <laughs> right? Steve's ter- trying to turn me into a uh, frog raw goose with all this Braunschweiger. <laughs> Steve? Like, Somebody's like stuck. You got oh, a funnel? Me. Oh, Chris. Oh. Chris, it's Chris. We'll get to Chris to get next. You fucked up on this bourbon because I like the way I like the the, the fucked up Johnny. You like Mac. the unleashed Johnny he Mac. To, he wants the backdoor of Mac later. <laughs> right? He does. Get a, backdoor, get a backdoor deal on Johnny Mac. I'm being Braunschweiger. Get a That's traditional. Not, get a traditional out behind the building. An old fashioned. So At doing that. So changing our changing what we did from a scooter shop to a motorcycle shop, but we're a motorcycle shop with strong scooter tendencies, and still are to this day. Okay. So we do a lot of motorcycles. We do a lot of scooters, too. And it was getting into that and discovering that motorcycles and scooters, I know it's hilarious, but it was mods versus rockers. And I realized that I was a mocker. And as a mocker, (laughs) I just couldn't take myself seriously. I couldn't take anything else seriously. But as I was welcoming interesting motorcycle people, it was like, oh, you don't have to ride a Vespa. You don't have to ride a Lambretta. You can ride whatever the fuck you want to ride as long as we can drink together. And it became a far more interesting crew. We ended up with a lot more interesting people around us. I'd like to uh, personally take credit for some of that. Yes, you would. Not like you didn't deal with motorcycles way before I ever started as a mechanic. But when I came in, Mm -hmm. I didn't really know a whole lot about scooters at all, really. But I'd been working on motorcycles for a long time. And you knew I like Hondas and everything. So it was like... Well, here you go. Here's your first project. That's right. The CB350 <laughs> with the fucking, you know, So of course. we went through that, and we did yep. that, and that sold pretty well. Hell yeah, it did. Next thing you know, we started flipping, you know, CB750s, you know. And that's all, when you could probably still find them on, on Craigslist. It was stuff. pretty funny. So if for a minute, of, we turned about half of the shop yeah, into a vintage Honda section. Yeah, we did. We had was, every year Honda represented from 64 until 81. Mm-hmm. You could... It, and some days, our shop looked like you took a snapshot of a Honda dealership in, like, 1973. And you know what else was yeah. awesome about it, even back then? Most of the shops you go into, they don't smell like motorcycles. They smell like new things. Uh, Your shop smelled like gasoline. And farts. <laughs> <laughs> cigarettes. And cigarettes. Yeah, we smoked a lot of cigarettes. So that's kind of my background. That's where I got to right here. To my left is Chris Smith, 
who he was a neighborhood cat for us. So, Chris, tell us the deal. Well, that's a hell of a, a lead-in. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can follow that. Um, so, I was uh, I was born in 1956. So, I might be the uh, the oldest guy at this table. But um, I became interested in motorcycles. My father um, was a World War II vet, and actually, after the war, went over to North Africa and bought a uh, British Norton. Uh, British military surplus Norton and rode around North Africa and up through Palestine and made his way up into Strasbourg, France, where he met my mom and they got married. And I had an old photo of my dad on this Norton. Uh, so as a young kid, I was always interested in riding a motorcycle, uh, but my mom wouldn't let us get anything. So uh, once I got out of college, I worked at General Motors Corporation for a couple years back in uh, 78 to 80. And they had lost about five hundred million for three quarters in a row. So they looked around and see who they could. Chris Smith. Yeah, they said, "Get his ass out of here." <laughs> so uh, you lost five hundred million for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, yeah, I, and I'm not, and, and I'm not telling you where it's buried either. But uh, so I go over to the unemployment office, and uh, the gal says, uh, "You work for General Motors. Uh, you're eligible for uh, trade or TRA money." I said, yeah. "What the hell's that?" So that's the Trade Readjustment Act. That was 1980. And so back in 78, 77, whatever, the Japanese cars would come in, they'd put a tax on them. And that tax was put toward a pool of money to support out-of-work U.S. auto workers. And so she, you're eligible for this TRA money. I, and I said, well, geez, you know, I, I worked in an office. I wasn't a prep factory guy. I said, you work for GM, you get the money. So I got two grand, and this is back in 1980. So I immediately took my American auto company money and went out and bought a Japanese motorcycle. <laughs> As one does. Why not? Nice. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah. So truth be told, I bought it just down the road here on, on Lorraine Road in Cleveland, a place called Ohio Suzuki. And I went in and I bought a, uh, a 1981 Suzuki GS450E. Uh, which I still own. Which is that's one of the ways that you came into our lives. With that, that bike is I think the that was the stepping stone. That was that bike had gone to someplace else, been torn all to fuck. <laughs> yeah, I remember going over to help reclaim it. Yeah, had a repo in boxes. Yeah, and bring it back to where it would eventually find its way together wow. through a series of the shop and Dustin and. <laughs> Handoffs and shakeoffs and everything. Oh, oh, Again, oh, you're oh. riding it today, so it happened. Yeah. So, so that bike. Then, then I got married, and I when I when I bought it, it was my only mode of transportation here in Greater Cleveland, Ohio. And I was going to graduate school down in Cleveland State, so I was riding the motorcycle down I-90 in the snow and stuff like that. That's why I had a rusted out front fender from the salt and stuff like that. However, I got married, had kids. I didn't ride it for the longest time, so disrepair. Yeah, and it it you know was it ran when parked, <laughs> but that was you know twenty years ago. So anyhow, I I found a guy, he agreed to take it, and I gave him a lot of money to get it going, and he used the money to buy his drum kit and things like that. <laughs> uh, so while I was waiting for that to get done, I lived not too far away from uh, POC on Sloan mm-hmm. in Detroit, so I tootled my toes in there and just drooled all over everything. And mm-hmm. finally, I said. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta buy something, goddammit. This guy's taking too long. So that's when I bought 
I bought the, uh, the 73, the oh, you 73 got 450. Yeah. Yeah, I bought that. Yep. And then Phil had the, he was a, uh, an Enfield dealer, and he had the, uh, the uh, military green Enfield in the corner, and I just fell in love because that reminded me of the bike that my yeah. dad had. And that's what he said when he came in. Yeah. That was the first thing he's like, this bike rem- looks just like the military surplus bike his father had. Yeah. And he... Chris was like hook in the mouth. There was, <laughs> was no C five. It was a C five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a tear C5 in my eye seeing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. So, I mean, you, and, were, and, you were in. And Phil only had one. I said, "Well, yeah. I'll, I'll buy that." He says, "No, I already committed it to somebody." Right. I said, "I sold to somebody else." I said, "I'll yeah. give you extra money. Give me that one." He says, "No." Right. <laughs> so, I can't. I mean, it's, yeah. Well, yeah. And right. and you know, kudos to you. Right. So a promise is a promise. I, I said, yeah. "I said, well, get get another one one yeah. of these days." And so a couple months later, you got yeah. another one. So I finally got another one. Yeah. And I just kept buying bikes from Phil, yeah. and then finally, as Johnny Mac said, I finally said, you know, what the fuck's going on with my bike? And I'd given this guy so much money, and nothing was put together and still in a wreck. And then so I was talking to you, and yeah. I It was well James. taken apart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was. Well and uh, so the guy says... Uh, I said, well, I'm going to come get it. And he said, well, you owe me $4,500. And I said, no, no fucking, fucking way. way. And... Uh, so I said, I'll give you $2,000. Go fuck your hat. Right. Well, exactly. You should have given him nothing well, for what he well, did. Well, here's what I did. Is I, is I put on my credit card. As soon as I got the stuff, I reversed the charge. Right. So, That's all you can do. Shushing. Yeah. Which is what you should have done because the guy just was a ripoff. Yeah. So long story short, well, we let's make it the long. Bike. What the then heck? Then we yeah, stared at the bike. Yeah, we stared at the bike for like. I love it. For two years of podcasts, we stared at the bike. Yeah, we did. For yeah. two years of podcast, we did stare at the bike. At, yeah, we did. At, yeah. at, at Dustin's. Because, at Dustin's house. Yeah. You know, oh, there, was a, there wasn't a, enough time to do it over at your place. That's right. right going to do it. And it, right. it sat at said, Dustin's for right a long there. time. <laughs> it was right yeah. next to the workbench right there. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a long road to redemption. It is. So yeah. that bike ended up needing another bike. It did yeah. end up needing another yeah. bike. Yeah. So we bought a whole other bike. Because, another parts bike. Yeah. Because amongst just tearing your bike apart and leaving it in boxes, they they started using some of those parts for other bikes. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> and so not all of your bike came home right. from its its trip to an unnamed right. other shop. A local shop in, that shall remain unnamed. Yeah, in, yeah. including right. the carps. And the carps are gone. It's, yeah. a, it's symmetrical. It, it needed asymmetrical. It did. They wanted yeah. to charge you service done to it, and that worked out to be best. To take the carbs mm-hmm. off and sell them to somebody in yeah. Dustin's garage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's actually a fucking miracle that that bike it ever is a made miracle it. that bike <laughs> ever made it back onto the road. It really is. I know and, we said we weren't going to say fuck so much, but well, but it's only. I think it's only <laughs> fuck, because fuck you. <laughs> I think it's only because Chris had his fucking heart and soul in that bike, man, oh. and so every time. When we at the shop, and you weren't a big fan of that bike, no. Okay, so just so the world knows, I have a little bit of baggage with this. Um, when my <laughs> wife, my first wife, my training wife, when I married her in 1989, uh, we came back to America. And, you know, we liked scooters and stuff in our world. And so when we got back to America, my my training wife was a German national. I married her when I was stationed in Germany. And when we got back to America, I said, "Well, sweetie, uh, don't you want to have a scooter? You know, now that we're back and." You know, you could have any scooter you want now. You're an adult. We're in, a, we're in America. Wouldn't it be cool for you to have a scooter? And uh, uh, so, yeah, I got her a scooter. 
And she was like, ah, I got a white P200. I mean, it's a P200, mm-hmm. solid bike. Yeah. And I got her a white P200, and she was always like, ah, now I'm in America. I want a motorbike. And I went, oh, okay. Well, that, this could be interesting because at the time I had a bunch of motorbikes. And I was like, all right, let's see where this goes. What do you want? What do you like? What's your favorite? Because I'm surrounded by all the right people. We can find anything you want. She picked out this Buck Rogers looking piece of shit <laughs> with like, uh, I don't know, there's unnecessary louvers on the plastic side panels. It's just the weirdest. It's an exercise in squares. I don't know how the bike ended up with round wheels. Um are those cushions on the side? It was, yeah, yeah it's like, it funky. but this bike was one of these things, stars. dual overhead cam 450, but she really loved it. And so I held my nose and I bought it for her. We found a perfect example of one. And it was in the same silver color that Chris's is, right? The Tweaky. I call it the Buck Rogers Tweaky Special. Look out, Buck. But yeah, this thing... I you are a nerd. I couldn't get the dog to play with it, man. Like this thing was not a very traditionally classic styled motorcycle. It looked like 1981, and so, but a couple of times I had to ride it. Six speed transmission, gear indicator had no problem going 100 miles an hour on a 450 cc engine. So I begrudgingly had to admit that it was a really good motorcycle. <laughs> and then when he showed up and said, "Yeah, I want you to do a nut and bolt perfect restoration on an 81 GS 450e," I was like, "Dude, you need to find somebody else." And Dustin was like, I'll do it. <laughs> Dustin was just straight up, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, at one point in my career, I did a carb rebuild on one and never even saw the bike. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know what it looked like. Didn't have any idea what Kid the carb I worked came with from. said, I, I have one of these Suzuki 450s. I'm like, I have never heard of that. Right. But if you rip the carbs off and give them to me, I'll clean them right. and you can stick them back on. Yep. And I did. And he put them back on. And he's like, it fucking runs great. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's cool. That's you know, cool. I never saw the bike. <laughs> didn't know what it was until I saw Chris's. Well, you saw pieces of Chris's. I saw the carbs out of one, which I never saw those on Chris's. <laughs> well, I didn't have the carbs. Because so we had to buy a whole other bike to get all the parts we needed for Chris's bike. Yeah. <laughs> and I you mean, still ride this bike, right? I do. That's the I silver. Yeah. Yeah. He had it yeah. in the show. He just yeah. had it in the IMS yep. show. So, yep. yeah. And when I was out at the IMS show, I was surprised the number of people had stopped yeah. and looked at it. And actually smiled. A couple people took photos. They loved the bike. One guy laid his dick on the t- seat yep. and stuff exactly. like that. I'm, <laughs> thinking, oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just had to do it. <laughs> you know, that is one of the bikes you're not going to get that. I had one of those when I was in because they're not a lot of, a lot of people had those. And it's funny because if you, if you do the bike by the numbers, the bike by the numbers is an amazing bike. Uh, under 400 pounds, easy 100 mile per hour top speed, 38 horsepower. I mean – it, it does read like any modern 450. It reads like any modern 450 you could ever imagine. It's Suzuki's version uh, uh, answer to the KZ 440. I think you're right. You know. And also the Nighthawk. And the and whole thing. Suzuki still makes it. Yeah. They t- <laughs> I don't think they've ever stopped. They've never changed. And they were, uh, it does look that Chris did spend his money wisely because, yeah, they were 1798 brand new yeah. in 1981. Well, I got so. a windshield, so that was extra. Woo-hoo. And then I bought a, a full I face helmet. So, yeah, I blew the whole 2000 bucks. <laughs> Jeez. And that, and that guy was so happy. I'm sure it was yeah, salesman. You know, I said, yeah, I'll take a windshield and I'll take it out. Yeah, I'll take it out. And now and, it's a And seventh- I bought an Arai helmet. Oh, oh very my nice. God. Yeah. And back Ooh. then, 
That was yeah, he was shitting his pants. Yeah, he, he was. Says, Send were, in the rest of your family. Yeah. Those, were, those were handmade <laughs> back then, I think. They were, I think I don't they know. were pretty fancy. Yeah. Pretty cool. I don't know. So after you, when you got that C5, you yeah. got that military C5. Yeah. Um, you were riding that thing everywhere. I mean, I was. you I was were straight Steve. up. Now, because you ran medical centers, right? You ran. Correct. Uh, yeah. Urgent, urgent cares, cares, right? Yeah. yeah. So how many urgent cares did you have going at one time? We had two urgent cares That's and one uh, internal medicine practice, so a total of three. Wow. Three. And so you were busting around to all those, right? Yeah, yeah. So you handle, like, you run those uh, medical centers, right? I, I do the embezzlement only. Okay. Excellent. I don't, <laughs> I don't see patients. <laughs> <laughs> You're where the rubber meets the road. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, and then the rubber did meet the road when yeah. I was riding it uh, one February. You're doing collections now. That's where the rubber meets the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah I was you, that did, asshole. you tried to do a little winter riding. I did. I did. And it was after uh, being over at Taco Tantos in Lakewood uh, for a, a six-shot uh, tequila tasting uh, in about an hour and a half. Ooh. And you, then, have uh, a good, you know, I must say that Taco Tantos has an excellent selection of tequila. Wow. That's and, a tongue And we, tr- we tried to taste most of them. <laughs> Yeah, and so I then not. I was uh, I, w- I was home and it looked like a a sunny day yeah. mid February and I should just take that bike out for I a ride. I gotta go ride the bike. And one of my kids says, "Dad, you're not allowed to take that." I said, "I'll be fine." Wait, wait, sunny day fine. in February? Yeah. Well, occasionally it it sunny day. I, mean, I saw the sun today. Right. Yeah, sunny that's day. true. It's like a sunny day in Portland. <laughs> we've had very weird. We've had that anomalous yeah, sunny day. Right. But what happened on your anomalous sunny day was? Well, I went. Whistling right past the Rocky River Police Department on my uh, 450. On uh, Hilliard? On, on Hilliard, absolutely. And I decided to make a, a U-turn down at Cottonwood and uh, hit some black ice, uh, mm. slipped out, whacked my uh, helmet on the ground, knocked myself cold. Yeah. Oh. Until uh, the Rocky River EMS showed up and said, uh, we're taking you in. Right. They pronounced you. Yeah. They pronounced you. <laughs> Unconscious. Yeah. You're a nerd. And apparently you're too fun for this motorcycle. Yeah. 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 Or or what was left of it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so the Enfield took a little trip down the pavement. It, it did. Yeah. And, and The and Enfield took a little a bit of a slide. Shiny side down. Spooky. Although right. it was. no shiny sides on that. No, it was all flat. There was no shiny side flat on that Flat side thing. down. Yeah. Flat yeah. side. So it took so, a slide. Uh, so then I got my payout on that. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll skip the internal part there. We got I got <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, you settled things up with the state. I did, yeah. State and the after, city. After I settled things up with the state and the city. Yeah. I I, I took the settlement money on the uh, on yeah. the infield, and I bought a uh, Moto Guzzi yeah, V7. You got a V7. Nice. Yeah, I got a V7. And got a little bit more power than the 500. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, that's... But no, still no snow tires. I, no, would, yeah. uh, I would like to put forth a motion at yes. some point. You know, some of the podcasts we used to smoke during them, right? And we're drinking a rather good. Uh, this is a Scotch or what? We bourbon. Suburban. Bourbon. 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 Yeah, we're drinking a bourbon. Yeah. Do we take like a? Do you, you need know, a cigarette break? Do you want a well, break? I'm just saying, like an intermission at like halfway point, maybe. We'll see what happens. Maybe yeah. we'll pause. We the might work our way towards. We can mute I'm your mic. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. And I'm also done hearing about Chris. I want to hear about that. All right, so I'm cashing out on that. And to his left, <laughs> I will. No, I will drag something else. I want to know the the, uh, the question that I want to know that I kind of need filled in for Chris is that because what we don't know is that Chris has got a, a, a family full of amazing young men. Okay, so not yeah. So Chris has got some some serious some true gentlemen. What what is an interesting thing is that a lot of guys, you know. 
you don't know that they've got offspring. We know that right here at this table, we've got people that have a lot of kids. Progeny. Progeny, exactly. <laughs> Spawn. Spawn. <laughs> and y- you've got a couple of boys that i got to say are, are just fantastic. And they are. And they're, they're legit. Gentlemen. They're straight they're up gentlemen. Total gentlemen. And, Thank you very much. And that's Thank you very much. that's really very a big deal. Is when I first met his. You let them his, around your daughter, Steve. <laughs> I would. Oh, they are. Although Chris's future uh, son's father-in-law might be a little bit questionable. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's just. I mean, that's one of those things that when you got when your boys came into the shop. From the very, very beginning, your boys were super they – were, they were interested, but they were polite, and they were super nice and super cool, and they've yeah. always just been fantastic. Your, your kids are those kind of kids where you're just like, holy shit, there's hope. There's actual <laughs> legit hope. So that's really cool. So what are they up to now? Uh, my oldest, Ty, Ty is uh, married. And uh, he, w- he graduated from Hiram, had, was going to go into pre-med, or he was in pre-med, didn't want to go to med school, so he's a, he was a, a, a chemist in a lab, and uh, he was working at a place called the Charles River Labs, where everybody was 65 and older, and he got tired of that, so he got a job uh, okay, over, at, yeah. over at a Fatheads yeah. Brewing Company as the in-house quality control chemist. Oh, nice. Whoa, uh, whoa, uh, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, Wait, you're awesome. a chemist, but you're also yeah. in beer? Yeah, 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 and that's and, like living the dream, man. Yeah, oh he loves God. it. You know, he uh, there's a lot of things that he learned at Charles River, and uh, Fatheads was building their new uh, production brewery. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm an old home brewer, and I had known Matt and I had known Andy Tavikram, and Andy was going to hire him down at uh, Market Garden, but mm-hmm. didn't have the uh, didn't have things going at that point. And uh, Matt Cole got a hold of him, and they talked about what Ty knew chemistry wise, and running tests and junk like that, whatever he does. And uh, so he he really likes it. And and for him, you know, he gets to go to work with his hat on backwards and, you know, his rubber steel toe boots and stuff like that. And, you know, he gets a shifty at the end of the day. And everybody's his age. Wait, wait, wait. What's a shifty? It's like a handy, but you twist <laughs> at the very end. No, no you're shifting like, <laughs> you're like, boom. No, a shifty is a beer at the end of the day. That's you rev a, that, it like a throttle? <laughs> That's like old Vespa. But on top of everything else, he just recently got back. So Matt Cole goes over to Germany once a year to brew. So he took my son Ty over there with him this year for a week oh, and a awesome. half to to roll around uh, it's Munich. Germans? It's yeah. Germans. Yeah, so he was in Munich, and then he was over in Salzburg, Salzburg um, uh, brewing and learning brewing techniques and harvesting yeast. He's in charge of the yeast, basically. Right. So Damn. that's what he's doing. Uh, my middle son, Tristan, Tristan. Uh, is in graduate school over at uh, Bowling Green mm-hmm. in second year studying uh, statistical science. So he's a math major doing stats. And uh, he's the one that's getting married next November to Eva Schneider. To the Eva, the, for, to the other Chris. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Schneider's German. daughter. Yeah. And uh, so he's, he's doing a great job yeah. and he's a real good boy. And then uh, my youngest son, Tegan, Tegan is. Yeah. Uh, He's a sophomore in uh, college down at Shawnee State studying plastics engineering. Yeah. Tegan's a hoot. And uh, yeah, yeah, Tegan, I don't know when the last time you saw him, but he grew up to be about six foot four. <laughs> so he grew about what? six inches and he put on about six ounces. And, uh, <laughs> Could sleep on a Venetian blind? Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. I, uh, plastics engineering sounds interesting to me because I don't know if you know this about me, but I used to work for an injection molding plastics company. 
And like you know, when you get when you start digging into that whole realm, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool what you can do. What you can squirt out of you know hot plastic and wait, squirt, yeah. squirt. <laughs> well, I mean, you're squirting hot plastic squirt. into a mold and stamping them yep. out and stuff. And you're making these big erector sets that look like an old school model set, but really it's a multi cavity mold, which is all the internal plastics of a you know John Deere tractor. Yeah. All the controls, all the little tiny pieces that all pops out in one. One shot. One you know, it's cool. pretty interesting. And yeah. hot runners and all the stuff that they do to have to make that work and, you know, one shot stuff. So, well, you cool. know, interestingly enough, when, when he was going down to look at Shawnee State, his, his older brother had just graduated from there in, in mathematics. So I said, What do you want to study? He said, Well, I guess I'll study math like my brother. I said, Yeah, it's mm. probably not a good idea. So we talked to the guy who was uh, running the plastics department, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, you know, in 2016, we graduated 25 kids out of the plastics uh, engineering department, and within 90 days, 100% of them had jobs yeah. Yeah. or were off to graduate school. And I said, boy, you got my attention there. Yeah, and those uh, mathematicians are all still unemployed. One of the things <laughs> one of the things that was, was happening, we, they were closing. So the plastics company that I was working for was slowly going out of business. It was only being buoyed by capital investment and yada, 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 and we all knew this. And But some of the salesmen, what they would do is they would go to the auction when they closed down one of our plants, and they would buy up the presses. No. Oh, really? And they would set up back at their property yeah. in a building this press, and they would do this molding. Right. They'd set it up, and like it was their little money cash machine where they set this thing up. They feed it plastic. It, it sits there and pumps out parts. They ship them out, yeah. and it's like... You could do that out of your backyard, just making all these parts. Yeah. It's just shrinky dinks, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just shrinky dinks. It's all the same thing. Yep. Dinky shrinks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fantastic, man. So those that's are three boys. Yeah, we got three yeah. real good boys. That's and, uh, that's great. Do any of them uh, ride at all? Uh, none of them were allowed to ride. And, yeah. and, and, and Phil will, uh, will verify this because yeah. the youngest, Tegan, I was going to buy him mm-hmm. – from Phil, mm-hmm. I was going to buy him a moped so right. he could ride around yeah. at age fourteen or something exactly. like that. Yeah, and uh, we had made an agreement. Yeah. And he Tegan would, was really fired up. Yeah, yeah, and and Phil and I said, "All right, you know, I'll buy this one in two years. He'd buy it back yep. and all this other kind of stuff." I said, "All right, Mrs. Smith, here's what we're going to do." I was going to give him a long term lease on my Pook Magnum oh, Mark II. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. I was I'll never sell it. Yeah, but, I, if, but if they've got it, then it's like I know it's family. in good house. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's in good hands. Yeah. So. So I yeah. said, okay, That's Mr. pretty Smith. much the apex predator of mopeds. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, they don't so, make a cooler moped. Nope. Yeah. So, uh, so she shut that shit down. <laughs> Fast, about ten seconds. She has no well, fucking way. Are my like, kids getting on there? It's a bicycle. I don't want my kids surfing this thing down the yeah, sidewalk in February. That's one of women's flaws. My wife does that all the time. I try so hard, and she, she just she tries keeping her kids alive. Yeah, fuckers. But she's riding. I mean, what? Yeah. well, no, she, she lets me take me on the scooter. Alive. Yeah, keep her kids alive. How dare she? Yeah, my wife's pretty cool, man. Lame. Let's get to crappy. Man, yeah, Dan, let's, let's see what go. Dan's up to. Oh, geez, um, my story will be way shorter than Christmas. It's okay, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, well, I'm not done yet, so I, have to hey. <laughs> I was born in 1960 in La Crosse, Wisconsin, western Wisconsin, on the Mississippi River. My parents were having no part of letting me have a motorcycle when I was in high school, but they bought me a boat when I was 13 because that's totally safe, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As long as you can swim. That makes sense. <laughs> you know, my my three older brothers, same thing. When they were 13, they got a boat. Yeah. Uh, I think they saw it as a way to keep me out of trouble. In lacrosse. It definitely yes. didn't yeah. work because, you know, in high school we would throw 
huge kegger parties out on the Mississippi <laughs> River on oh you know, like 17 half barrels of beer. I'd Jeez. give anything. Shout out to that. Milwaukee. Give there you go. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, you know what? We need to <laughs> salute that. Salute. salute. Awesome. Yeah. Hell yes, brother. Clink. Long range. Clink. Yeah. So I'm how, totally how did with you the get idea of tracking down a bike like my first bike? And when your first uh, bike now was now that I heard Chris's story, I'm kind of starting to change my mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your bike first bike? <laughs> right. What was your first bike? '78 uh, Yamaha XS400. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The good news uh, is they didn't. There was no shortage of those. So that's that's a bike that's real easy to replace. But finding the exact one, I don't yeah, know, man. Probably not happening. That's a hell of a reach. I already owned a, my CX500 originated in Wisconsin, which I didn't know when I bought it. Mm-hmm. Found out when I went and got the title done. Hmm. It came from Richland Center, Wisconsin. From a interesting, there's still a sticker on the tail light that said. Vitesnik Motors. I love that. Richland Center was yeah, I like that. It I was a that. Pontiac dealership that also I've been sold there. Honda I've been, motorcycles. I've been there. Yeah, I've been to Richland Center. Yeah. That's very yes. cool. Yeah. So how old yeah. were you when you got your very first motorcycle? 20. 20. Yeah, exactly. So that's cool. And by the time I was 27, I was done riding because I was in a car accident and injured my back. And... Like a, even a year after the accident, I could not tolerate being on a motorcycle. It was just extremely painful. And wow, I just I sold I had a Suzuki GS750, yeah. and I sold that thinking you know if I, my back ever gets better enough, I'll I'll buy another motorcycle. Okay, we ended up moving to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And my wife was terrified because by the, the weather. Way, but yeah, but yeah, because the weather <laughs> is better, better over here, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> my wife was terrified of the way people drove here, and she yeah. made me promise that I would not buy a motorcycle while I lived in Cleveland. Okay. And All our right. intention was to live in Cleveland like three years and and move on. What well, year did you move th- in? 1987. <laughs> 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 so you're gonna move in a couple three of years, years later. later. <laughs> so you well. 2010, actually, yeah. I just was like, "Fuck this! I'm buying a motorcycle. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait forever." You know, <laughs> we need to change the rules here. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, in 2010, you bought a bike. Right. What I bike bought, did you buy in 2010? Yeah. I bought a, a 2010 um, uh, Triumph America. You got Triumph America, yeah. right? That's when you yeah. got your I America. It, it actually was used. Yeah. Like 3,500 miles. Oh, yeah, that's the rule with Triumph Americas. You don't ever buy them new. You buy them used. For the most part. Yeah, but I mean, Triumph Americas in particular. Except for any bike that you sell new. Well, well, yeah, we'll play that game later. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, Triumph Americas are one of those things that everybody I've ever known is like, that's a great motorcycle to buy used. Because it is. In the dealership, they're like, you wouldn't buy that brand new and pay full boat for it. But like a year and a half or two years later, you can get the thing for half price. It's an exceptional value. It's an exceptional value. That's exactly right. And that's and they're good bikes too. I mean, they'll last forever. They run around. Reliable. Real good bike. Yeah, it's it's the same. So the Triumph America is a Bonneville in what I like to jokingly call a Sportster chassis. So it's a Bonneville that's been Americanized. Tarted up for the American market. (laughs) That's exactly right. It's like somebody said. It's "Hmm." not a standard anymore. Nope. It's a, it's a cruiser. Okay. It's a cruiser. Swayback horse. And what they generally said, and if you pardon me for being so bold, is Triumph said, what's the slowest bike we have? 
Okay. What's the one that is the longest? Okay. What has the worst handling? Okay. What has the most unnecessary chrome on it? Okay. <laughs> what are we going to call it? The America. <laughs> it should be the America. Merca. 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 It should just be M-U-R-K-A. Merca. And that's what it was. And it was designed to get people out of the Harley dealership and into the Triumph dealership. It was to get somebody a low seat height on a parallel twin and go out and ride the bike. But the whole idea of like, oh, it's going to corner or it's going to be a Thruxton or it's going to be. No, Bonnevilles come in every flavor. So one of the flavors that you can get a Bonneville in is hot dog and potato chips. Like, it's real. It's, it's a thing. I still you think do. the best flavor is at the W800. <laughs> That's the best Bonneville ever yeah. is the Kawasaki W800. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> the Sorry. new Bonnevilles are great. Yeah, so <laughs> so, so that, uh, Triumph America. But when did you get your BMW? I just bought the BMW like... A couple of years ago, right? Barely a year. No, just oh, over okay. a year ago. Um, All right. A year ago this past November. Yeah. So you um, went from the Triumph America and then you got the BMW right after right. that. I, no, I got... What I was in a, between there? The CX-500. Yeah, what kind of BMW? I oh, that's right. The CX-500. And before I bought the BMW, I also bought the 64... Uh, Bonneville. Okay, yeah, I remember. Then I've still never ridden. Yeah, <laughs> you've never ridden. No, oh, no. <laughs> Did you buy wall art? Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, oh. my friend. One of my friends in Minnesota has been giving me a hard time about it, just relentlessly. He's like, "Dude, just sell that. Just sell it. Buy or something hang to ride, <laughs> or find a TGI Fridays that needs something to hang yeah, on. Or, or open a bar, right. and then open you get a his, bar, fix it, and ride it." No, but since I bought the R90, yeah. I barely rode the Triumph at right. all last year, the yeah. America. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I rode it like five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a point in my life where I really wanted an English bike. Yeah. And thank God that I never got one. <laughs> because yeah. uh, I'm like, I, uh, I really, really wanted like, you know, like a BSA Gold Star yeah. or something, a Bonneville, those really... I really, really wanted one. Mm-hmm. And then after dealing with Enfields and stuff and, and working on some Triumphs and yeah. stuff through the shop, I'm like... Do you remember when I had I that BSA Royal Star? I dodged a bullet hard. Thing. <laughs> well, yeah, really. how did Johnny Mack get in the motorcycle? I don't know if we're done with Daniel yet. Well, I, my question I wanted to ask, Dan, where do you work? I'm retired. Yeah. I'm a re- I was a program analyst for the VA for 33 years. And that's interesting, really? too. So, like, you you literally spent your entire time working with the VA. And yeah. I, when I found that out about you, I thought that was pretty interesting because as a veteran, I do, you know, I do try to support the VA. And I, I try to, you know, use the VA when possible. Uh, if you don't use it, you lose it kind of thing. And I thought that was really cool that, that you've spent 30 years working with the VA. Super. I mean, it's super great. And to to people that need that, it's great to have folks around that do that and continue to work that way. VA is an interesting place too. Uh, probably seventy five percent of the people who work for the VA are veterans. Yep. Although I'm not. Right. But it is. It, uh, we've had a number of friends who worked for the VA and been uh, counselors for the VA and worked among the soldiers there. He got shot right in the face with a cap gun. Dude, <laughs> taken down by my own gun, friendly fire. Wasted on your own petard. Jesus. Yeah. The, it's like that, who's that football player that got wasted? What? Which who's one? That, that football player that was in the Army that got wasted by his own guys. Oh. I have no idea. 
Too many. Tillman. 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 Matt Tillman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, too many, too many layers to that cake. Yeah. The, uh, so, yeah, that's really cool that you did all that time working for the VA. That's, mm. that's, and that you're, still, that you're retired, but you're still young enough to have fun. Yeah. And so you do. And, you know, it's, it's funny because every time Dan shows up, he brings more bottles. Like, when you show up and you're carrying your little cooler, we have no idea what's coming out of that cooler. But every time you open the cooler, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm disappointed when Dan doesn't show up. Oh yeah, <laughs> well the drinking's going to be very pedestrian. So we'll have to resort PBR our... today. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have to resort to the bottom shelf of the fridge. <laughs> no, this is eventually going to get to like the point to, where I, I can't outdo myself anymore. I'm excited when he does show up. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we do. He brought us Stro, and that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but you still drank it. What I can yeah. say though is that everybody it was a who comes here. We Every don't need any more podcast Brings something amazing to this podcast. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very happy. I think everybody, there, there isn't one person here that does not bring something amazing to this podcast. Yep. This, <laughs> except for fucking Chris, man. You know, if I didn't know it better, I, I would think like this was our last podcast. Where right. I, this is like a closing sequence. Well, like, we're going man. off air here. Hold on, this John. We'll get to that later. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. 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 Right. So, John. <laughs> now that you mentioned that. Now that you mentioned it. <laughs> John, I need more whiskey. Oh. <laughs> or bourbon. Uh, yeah. No, give so, me the good stuff. Don't give me that no, shit. No, no, no. You're going to try this one. No, no. Fuck you. No, no. Wait, oh, I'm yeah. drinking. All right. All right okay, now, now, this is what we talked about with the brown liquor. So yeah. now we're seeing brown liquor having its effect on Mr. Hoffer. Yeah. I'm still yeah. holding my brakes. So it's kind of I'm, I'm exactly. pumping the brakes. John's like, pumped the brakes a while ago. Pump Everything has brakes. This brown. stuff's good. Oh, I know you want me to take go it all down in. by thirty percent. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have against brown? All in. I know your games. Yeah, <laughs> Steve. There's. You know what? There are two major enablers at this table, for the record. Steve Hoffert and Chris Smith. Chris Smith? Yes. Chris Smith and Steve Hoffert are both people who are like, I'm getting pumped up. Hold on. How can you have less than three glasses going? I'm getting pumped up on Braunschweiger and whiskey. Right. Here, have another crack with Braunschweiger. I've never had anybody look out for me the way Chris Smith does. He's always like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what would go good with your attitude right now? A little more brunch. More of this. And some alcohol. You know, we all want to feed you. I mean, like, I always want to make sure you have a decent meal on you. Everybody, you know, it's like, yeah. I work hard. No, the the best podcasts are the one when Johnny... Matt goes off the rails. Well, again, those are, oh, those are the Brown best sugar. podcasts ever. Chocolate Thunder. Chocolate Thunder. Chocolate Chocolate thunder. thunder. Vanilla <laughs> Lightning. <laughs> Terrible. Look. <laughs> so if you go to the strip club it's and you ask better for Brown Sugar. Okay, so it's better if we go to a strip club before the podcast, but I'm okay with the strip club after the podcast. We're going to Portland <laughs> where there's strip breakfasts. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. I'm very much excited about that. Giddy up, son. I'm going to do my best to support the working moms of Portland. My wife was like, How would you like to go now? Please. My wife was like, What kind of budget do you need? I'm like, Well, can I still get a cheap ticket? I need yes. to go? three hundred dollars cash, and that uh, seriously. My, I need a three hundred dollars cash and that sixty-two hundred dollar credit card that has nothing yeah. on it. Yeah, that should do. That should probably go. <laughs> should probably should go fine. Like, and a Z pack. I think Hoffert. I think Steve Hoffert's over there looking, going like, "What?" I think the flights are still under five hundred bucks. We could squeeze you in. But we have the room. We have the so car. If you have the room, yeah, have the room. We have the room, yeah. dude. We have so the room. how many days is it? Well, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm going Thursday I'm to Tuesday because I believe in having a great time. So Thursday, John's going Sunday. Thursday to Sunday. <clears throat> I do because you know I really do want to see Portland. 
Right. Because I've been I watching only Portlandia, a and I love that show. Oh, you do? <laughs> I love well, that show. It's a good show. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. And because the show is just the show, right? So the show is the show. And I'm sure that if we, we speak to the people there, we can get you some media credentials. I'm really looking forward nice. to Portland. I think it's a nice town and everything. And Portland's an amazing town. I know I have my own little, eh, my right-leaning twist, but I'm perfectly happy hanging out with, you know, like whatever. I, I, look. It's a cool town. I love, and I'm sure I love I everybody. Yeah. Just don't hate me. No, I love Portland, and you I'm guys just going to tuck really all that time. in for yeah. this trip. You guys <laughs> will have a great time. Yeah, pretty sure. So... A long time ago, yeah. you were a child in Pennsylvania. Yep. And somebody at some point. In 1971, I was yeah. born. He was born. A mother and a father. 71. Oh, I wasn't baby. loved. When's much your birthday? At all. Oh, no. it's coming up now, right? <laughs> so you're always. I was, loved, I was loved a lot by my mom and, and beat the fuck out of my right. dad, kind of. But uh, uh, that's no, why we yeah, get along. He, yeah, well, but I don't blame <laughs> him much. I forgave him for that. Yeah. You know, that he right. made me the man I am today. That's right. Hold that fucking light, you know. <laughs> Don't flint. You drilled a hole in my... I still have a fucking scar. Like, right. quit moving, quit moving. Then drills a fucking hole in my hand. Like, exactly. Because you know what? You don't need to have a vice if you've got a seven-year-old son. Nope. No. You don't need to have a lift if you've got a 14-year-old son. Other kids crash the right. car and their parents send the car away to get fixed? Mm-hmm. Nope. I had to go and pull doors off a 1968 yep. fucking Chevy and... Haul them back and paint them and scrape it and paint yep. the whole fucking thing and restore it, you know, basically restore it. Make it new. You know. Invaluable yeah. lessons. I had my dick rubbed in the dirt more times than my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, being but, stupid is expensive, isn't it? But thanks to my old man, I was afraid to stay in the house, so I retreated to the garage, <laughs> which he did have a, a really awesome garage, so right. I'd hide out in the garage right. so I didn't have to deal with my old man and yep. started out tearing my bicycle apart. Like, right. I'd rebuild, like, take the crank up part, do all the, repack the bearings, like, on a monthly basis, repaint the whole thing, and everything started out like that. My friend Stevie Pribish and I would uh, fantasize over owning an mo- actual motorcycle for, you know, like, whoa, you know, when the quad runners and trikes and stuff came out. Oh, very lucky to get a ride on my uncle's, you know, ACT 110 wow. at one point. And, you know, yeah. I did a wheelie across the yard, and they fucking ripped me off it, and, oh, you, you're done riding. You know, then the you know the quad sports came out, but yeah. we we desperately wanted an uh, an XR seventy five. Yes, that was the epitome of what you yeah. could want. You didn't you know you didn't want you wanted the yeah. XR seventy five. Yeah, I never got any of that. It wasn't until I was probably uh, you know maybe like a freshman in high school or something mm-hmm. that I swung this deal. Got a nineteen seventy two TS two fifty <laughs> Suzuki. What well, would have been a street and trail, but this and hadn't seen this street in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I, resembling uh, fenders had been broken off long ago? Anything resembling motorcycle had been broken off a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I purchased this for the princely sum of 50 buckheads from my, uh, again, I grew up Doll in Pennsylvania, so. <laughs> yeah, Doll, exactly. Wait. Truly Pennsylvania. Doll hairs. Doll hairs. Doll hairs, yeah. Doll hairs. In Pennsylvania, it's buckheads. It's buckheads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I live in a... I, so my hometown was the epicenter of a nuclear fucking, they made nuclear fuel rods. It was literally Homer fucking Seriously? Simpsonville. <laughs> where, and it's, it's rumored that the, the Israelis got their fucking uh, plutonium from our hometown, from our little factory. Mm-hmm. The rad cool. count on all the houses is like 2,000 times more than what you're yeah, allowed to have. Yeah, and they stored all your waste uranium So rods. that's the Parks Township. So they, all the waste went into mm-hmm. open trench fucking dumps. Mm-hmm. 
And so the Army Corps of Engineers years later now came back. It was a super fun site. They were going to like clean it all up, and they're like, "Too <laughs> <So> scary." <laughs> this uh, we've run into some unexpected nuclear material here, which we a bit can. Hot. It's yeah. a little bit hot. We are just going to cover it back up. And so that's why you glow. So that's why you glow in the dark. Now yeah. it makes all sense. Well, no, that's, that's why you're the third eye. <laughs> the, the, the river. Of Wait, shit. let me touch your third eye. So, <laughs> so the river, like this, is a major river, oh, like yeah. the size of the Cuyahoga. Well, hold on. So the, the Meckle Fresh family were all like five two and one hundred and thirty five pounds. Right. Negative. But now you're six <laughs> ten and three hundred and fifty pounds. Negative. No, no, okay. <laughs> negative. I'm just wondering if that, you know, I'm the little one. He's okay. the smallest. <laughs> They, uh, the river of shit that ran through our hometown ran red. Yeah. Like, if you've ever seen a polluted river with mine acid and everything. Yeah. So right across from my house was the steel mill, and then up yon river was all the coal mines. Coal mines, so you got all the fly ash went downhill. So we used to fuck around on the river, and it was like you'd be up to your knees in red fucking mud. Like, you know, rusty river, you know? Yep. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I came from the fucking... The outer fucking limits. <laughs> You're like flu virus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, my mom's fond of telling us about you know oh back in 1976 she has pictures of us taking us out in the river which has never frozen over except for one year. Yeah. And she took us out on the most dangerous river you could possibly go on. <laughs> Kiski Miticus is known as the fastest running, shallowest river in Pennsylvania. Wow. And we went out on it when it, it barely it froze. frozen. Dominicus? The Kiski River or the oh. Kiski Minicus. Mm. It runs Kiski into the Allegheny, Minicus. which then runs into Pittsburgh, into the mm. three rivers, and yada, yada, yada. You kids We're, go have fun out in the river. You have fun in the river. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take I'll pick this you up in an hour. Fall through the ice. Poke the ice good and make sure you don't fall <laughs> through. Meanwhile, you know, if you fall through in a river, yeah. you're done. Yeah, you're, you're gone. Yeah. 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 But we we survived that. We survived nuclear waste. We fucking, <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, we're fucking indestructible. And he's and, coming to Portland, folks. Yeah, right. That's so it. Long about, uh, I don't know, maybe freshman in high school, you know, probably 13, 14. Wanted a bike, motorcycle since I was born. Right. You know, but never just denied hard. Finally, Wait. gave a kid, I came up with 50 bucks. I was, you know, I think that was probably when I started working at Long John Silver's when I was 15 or something like that, maybe. So I actually had a little pocket change. Talked my dad into letting me get this bike. It was the biggest fucking claptrap you could ever imagine. <laughs> Turns out I managed to fucking clean the car, get it running, make it happen. Fucking clutch was gone. So I ended up like, well, I don't have enough money to buy clutch plates. So. I took the springs out and put washers on the bolts and just fucking cranked the clutch solid. So I rode it for two years down at the... Solid clutch. With a solid clutch, with no clutch at all. So I would push it. I'd start it up. I'd push it, jump on it, click it in gear, go, and just fucking just quick shift it and did that. And did, I was successful for two years, really fucking <laughs> ripping the shit out That's of that. That's awesome. <laughs> Turns out, though, that this was a rare... Well, man, uh, there's no such thing as rare. Right. But this was the 36 horsepower. This had the... Uh, somebody put a top-end kit on this bike. So it was... Because I, I can remember riding this thing and being like, holy fuckity fuck. Because mm -hmm. I would take it down on the... We had uh, railroad tracks that went along the Kis uh, the Allegheny River, actually, because mm -hmm. my buddy... we had a, I had it at a camp down there. And there were like these whoop de doos on the road. <laughs> so it was where there were puddles and they got washed out. And you I would sound just. thirsty. I would. Okay, feed me, feed me. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I remembered, you know, being 15 ish and just hitting those things that with no, 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 con, you know, I didn't care about my life. But, I care, right. You know, and I would just go down there. I would, you know, drop in at a, you know, third or fourth gear or whatever. Yep. 
and then just be like, whap, 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 and lose my Braunschweiger. <laughs> so that was like my first bike. That was I just started life on a a thirty horsepower, which should, you know, like a, yeah. a hopped up thirty horsepower nineteen seventy two TS two fifty. You know, then it went from there. And then I, uh, a little bit later on, I went through a couple jobs. I was working construction at 16 or 17 for a company that did uh, shopping malls, did uh, shoe stores and stuff in shopping malls. Mm-hmm. Kid I worked with sold me a, uh, my second bike growing was a, uh, a, a TT500. Yeah, this Yamaha. Is... <laughs> so that was just a little bike that I got, and that's one of those things like for... it's a warning sign. Don't ever, 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 Johnny. Let me load you back. Have up. a TT five hundred Yamaha, like that motorcycle, legendary. Every <laughs> single TT five hundred. So a TT five hundred, for lack of a better term, I'll bring one up on the screen. But a TT five hundred Yamaha is a fucking five hundred cc two stroke single. No, that's a four-stroke. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're, okay. okay. I'm sorry. Yours is like the SR. The SR. Yeah, it's yeah. an XT or a TT. Yeah, XT or TT, right? Yeah, and yeah. the XT or the TT. So mine had the silver the and, silver and, and polished red. aluminum tank. Yeah, yeah. With a WDVE 102.5 oh, sticker God. on it. Yeah. that's Pittsburgh's <laughs> classic rock station. Where are you going with this one? It's it like, oh, radio <laughs> station. It had a green Kawasaki Fender on the front. Kawasaki Fender on the front. So at, by that point, I had purchased a Ooh. camp lot at nice. the Allegheny River for the princely sum for all summer. This lot, which was 40 by 100 yards. Oh, wow. the railroad tracks down to the river. It was uncleared land. I got it for $150. For the Whoa. summer? The whole summer? Of, you could, yeah, for the whole summer, the whole year, because mm-hmm. nobody had ever lived there before, and you could barely get there with a car or anything. <laughs> so my job was to be Pioneer John and clear this fucking lot and take my bike down there. And I lived down there on a, t- in a tent <laughs> with this bike. And I would basically, you know, I would work during the day. I was working construction. I built a... Uh, a house for my boss. He had five hundred thousand dollars in subcontract. One second. Yes, you can. Wasn't the best time of your life? It was the best time of my life. The only it thing the that could have made your it, life. The only mm-hmm. thing that could have made it better was more beer. No, lots of beer. <laughs> lots of bike. <laughs> more pussy. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so my, yeah, my friend. Uh, my, Sorry, my one buddy used to come down and hang out with me. He was a hippie dude. Uh, uh, Jim Short and uh, Jim Shorts. Yeah, his name was Short, Jimmy Short, and uh, he was like, "Yo, dude, and everything." And uh, we would take the LSDs. LSDs. <laughs> and we would hang out in the river, and I would ride my bike, and we would just like have a fire, and we would sit there, and we would fantasize about like a part. Like man, would it be so cool? <laughs> like a fucking party barge would just like fucking just come down man, this river, beach itself, and all these fucking women would fall <laughs> off, and it'd be like the fucking most fun it'd be the thing coolest ever. thing ever. Can you interrupt? You can interrupt all you want, man. <laughs> Somebody help me finish this fucking bottle. Oh, dude, oh, oh, man. Man. do that. We're gonna do it. Two hundred dollar, two hundred dollar day. Right. Right. <laughs> all right. But you know, I can't drink this all myself. But to make it, well, gonna, to. I think I'm you can. trying to, but you know, you're not helping me very but much. But to make a short, Hoss, Hoss a long buy a story short, to make up for it. I've been through all kinds of bikes and mm-hmm. stuff since then. That was just my humble beginnings. Uh, at the actually tail end of that motorcycle, I was when I met my wife. 
Right. Because I was working in the summers, and I actually brought her home at one point, and we got to ride that bike. I threw her off the back. She fell off the back. We had a great time. You threw her off the back, but she threw you off the no, top. No, she really liked it. There was this one place where I could go up this. Well, first of all, you okay. Willies? So you're in, you're in western Pennsylvania <laughs> on the fucking Allegheny River. Yeah, right. And, and so there's pipelines off of the. So from the yeah. river, you, I would go down the river. So you do all that. Then there's a pipeline. With a no, you can set that down. <laughs> so there was a pipeline that was they called it the high wall. Yep. Which when you would look at it, when you approached it, it looked like a wall that you were going to try to climb your bike up. And you would hit it, you go down through a creek, and then you just have to give it everything you had in second gear. Just leaning and, out and just stay if you you couldn't it doesn't matter if it got away from you or whatever, don't let off the throttle yep. or you're not Never gonna make off it. Yep. You get up that, and then then you could go for you know miles just up and down hills out this pipeline and everything you know which was cool. But she liked this one place where there was like a there was a jump uphill, so we would launch, we'd come up the hill and and you catch air for a little while and then land it you know on the hill, and then like you know we we had a really good time down there that one time, and then she got caught by a branch and fell off the. <laughs> that wasn't so fun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but she forgave me, and I picked her up. And I was like, oh, my God, shit. And I so currently, your source of income is that you do So flash forward yeah. 30 years. Right, okay, so, exactly. So from there, so I worked, you know, so then I, you know, that was... Uh, you did summer, financing? Summer's right. going, doing my... Uh, I did, I went to college. Right. Mercedes College in Erie, PA. That's where I met my wife. Hung out with some great dudes and everything. Went to, I was kind of a deadhead for a while. Fish shows, a little bit of a hippie action kind of thing. Fish <laughs> you shows. You get the vibe, yeah. And then uh, got out of there, moved to Cleveland, with, just showed up on my wife's doorstep. She lived in uh, above my friend's deli down yeah. on Detroit. Oh, Detroit, yeah. 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 She's like, I don't remember inviting you. I'm like, eh. Well, I'm here. I, really did, I had a choice. Go home or go to your house. <laughs> I chose your house. Yeah, yeah because at home... There's no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I worked as a baker for a year. I worked as I cleaned decks for a year. Really? I uh, the, eventually I had to see. I was on like the five point two program of getting five years point two, getting my college degree. I had to go back to Cleveland State University mm-hmm. to finally take that last statistics class, mm-hmm. and finally get my degree. And then I worked for. Key Bank, Charter One Bank, National City Bank. Worked for all the banks for 10 to 15 years. Uh, amongst you wasted that, your life for 15 fucking years. Yeah, I did. <laughs> really, I did. And then that was, uh, but then in that meantime, my, my post-college, so college, no bikes, then right. got a CX-500 from yeah. my buddy, got his impounded. So I'm like, fuck, you let the CX-500 that... I was taking acid and did a wheelie, and it fucking went into a crowd of people. You can't let that go away. <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you, I got bro. you bro. So I went and got it out of Hawk for 200 and some bucks and brought it back and straightened it out. Then it you was in my garage. You want us to believe that a CX-500 can do a wheelie? Come on. It well, can. I can. Uh, it shouldn't, but it I shouldn't. made it do it. I know. I've done a problem. Oh, no, I did several wheelies in the... <laughs> The problem is I was doing several wheelies in the uh, space of a drive between the dr- the house and the garage. And people hanging out in the garage thought it was fun until it got away from me and launched into the garage. 
But, you know, that was not one of my finer moments. <laughs> <laughs> when did they grow It was really cool until it wasn't. <laughs> until it stopped being cool. Yeah. At that moment, like, it was no you know, cool. And like Frank, who's super bike, not cool. And Frank, whose bike it was, who tried to catch it in midair and grabbed hold of the pipes. And eh, mm. maybe his hands got burned. Flipper, baby. Yeah. Yeah. There was that. There, there was, was that. that. There yeah. was that. Kill that bottle. That was cool, man. There was a KZ650 at one point, yeah. which never made it to the road. I just used to fuck with it and start it up and, and fucking drive it. my neighbors crazy <laughs> just hate with the this bike. fucking <laughs> the C, this KZ650 that I, I never got a title for that I got fucked out of a title. That taught me real quick. Yeah. Always oh, yeah. get a fucking title. Yeah, well. Flash don't forward. work on anything until you have a title. I'll uh, flash forward to one point. Uh, yeah. A Mara Vespa. Yeah. So Ooh. when you, the Mara Vespa rally was we in Cleveland. That's when I met you. Bam. Yeah. That's, that's what, one of the most that's important. The same one That's of the most pinnacle you. moments of my life was when, <laughs> was when I met Steve Hoffer. Yeah. That's right. He was riding. Oh, beautiful. I, wrote, I will never forget it. He was okay. riding a, a Honda beautiful. Passport. Aww. A beautiful he Honda Passport. He still does. Passport. A gorgeous Honda Passport. Uh, and I wrote it tonight. It was the like same way I wrote that thing. night. <laughs> I wrote it tonight. It was like Kismet. Yeah. It was Kismet. Yeah. I, was, no, uh, I sat at that booth with you, and I talked to you for... A couple hours, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I showed up to the the scooter rally on a... I would like to call your attention to the fact that we had the largest rally in America. People came to Cleveland from Florida to participate in a fucking Vespa rally. That that bar no longer exists. And John met a guy from Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) What are the odds, right? Warren Tavern. At the was Warren that the Warren Tavern? Oh, I miss Warren Tavern so badly. No, the yeah. Warren Tavern was Warren. awesome. Yeah. yeah, so I'm Madison Tavern <laughs> Madison, and Lakewood. And Absolutely. they put a fucking, like, yeah. Walgreens in there. Again, something. again, it, it was an amazing, epic event. We had people showing up, like, two and three days before the event. I was way out of my league, and I'd agreed to host the damn thing. No, and that was the best event I've ever gone to. We had hundreds of bikes, yeah. hundreds of bikes lined up all the way down West 25th Street. And I, my whole thing was like, I don't care. I got this. And people are like, well, but how are you going to lead a ride with 400 bikes in it? Yeah, I got this. I got this. Yeah. It only like, takes one man to lead a ride. That's yeah. it. That's, that was my we exact right point. By, and, and we went by my house in yeah. West Clifton. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And my <laughs> wife filmed it all. And yep. she's like, that is so awesome. We went down to the Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame. We went to Edgewater Park. Okay. We did this really ridiculously, like we do with the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. Everyone's like, oh, do a 15-minute ride. Cleveland does a two-hour ride, three-hour ride. We did the same thing back then. We've always been this ridiculous, like, fuck you, we're going to ride really long. And we did, and we rode stupid long. And every time the police would show up, we would just be like, look, what do you want us to do? We have all the people here. How are we going to stop this? So let's just let it happen. It'll all be over shortly. And you'll have a great story for your kids. And like that. I like to tell my wife, <laughs> you only feel a pinch and it'll be over in a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, that was just a, str- it was such a strange event because all these people came out of the woodwork that were like, oh yeah, I've lived in Cleveland my whole life. That's great. Do you have a scooter? Yeah, I've got a bunch of scooters. Really? Where the fuck have you been? Mm-hmm. You know? And that was like, that event was very much, we got to meet a lot of people. We got to really, really meet people we'd never seen before, never met before. And these two guys, yeah, clearly. <laughs> One of the things I had done on that CX-500 is you had started, 
That might have been the beginning of uh, non-douchebag bike night. Yeah, non-douchebag bike night. Yeah. When I still had that CX500, yeah. because I remember a trip, a motorcycle ride to the Stan Hewitt Museum mm-hmm. yep. over there. Yep. So that was one of the things I'd heard about that. I'd talked to you a little bit when you were on your West 25th Street yeah. uh, shop. And I knew something about that, and you know, I used to come in and and, and you know look around a little bit and everything. What, what year tires. was that? I'm sorry. What year was that? Oh, that's probably circa like 2005. Yeah, four or five. Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like exactly. that. You know. Yeah, non douchebag bike night. When we started doing that, that was just our answer to everybody going to Quaker Steak and Lube and like, please insert your front wheel into the wheel chalk. Now destroy your rear tire. <laughs> Yay! Revelry ensues. Yeah. And I was like, that's Gary Melton John's fanny pack. You know, we don't want anything to <laughs> do with that. Hondas, everybody's looking at the two Hondas. Yeah. Nobody's looking at oh, the Harley. Yeah. I, have, I have stories about that period, so <laughs> go you um, next. All right. You know, the, the, the West 25th experiences, I used to roll in there just to check out all the cool shit. Because yeah. there was a lot of cool stuff. I really felt, you know, I wasn't a scooter dude, but they were all pretty cool. I remember at one point my question to Phil was like, hey, if you uh, find like a $500 scooter with a title... Like, I'd really love to grab one of those. He's like, yeah, so would I. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'll give you one after I have seven. Right. <laughs> when I get to my eighth one, I'll, I'll throw you a bone. Yeah. 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 I'm like, yeah, I get it, you know. And yeah. I was, you know, I'm a cheap bastard. Right. That's why I got into fucking Japanese We're all cheap. Stuff. Ba- no, yeah. we're all cheap. So Absolutely. I, I, I tried not to waste too much of Phil's time knowing yeah. that I was never really going to buy a retail price fucking anything from right. him. Yeah. But I did, uh, you know, then it started at one point. I'm like, you know, if you ever need a mechanic, I was, you know, that was what the beginning of, uh, you know, eh, I wouldn't mind being a fucking, me- you know, mechanic at some point. Right. And but I was doing various sold. jobs. But and the then, thing is, we're common souls. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, yeah. we're all common souls here. Where oh, yeah. the fates collided was when I dropped out of the police academy. Well, I got, I was supposed to have a job. Well, no, that was after I was a mechanic for a while. Yeah. I lost my job at National City. And I was at the Lake Erie Loop, and I was like, man, yeah, I just lost my job. And you're like, you want a job? No, you want to be a mechanic? I'm like, yeah, I want a job. He says, if you can work, see me Monday. So sure enough, I showed up, and he's like, well, fucking fix this. Yeah. (laughs) The starting, usually, usually starting work at my shop is you don't know that you started work yet. Mm-hmm. What is this? It's prune. prune. Oh, it looks like Worcestershire sauce. What did I just oh, taste? It's delicious. <laughs> can Can you guys taste the prune? Well, that harkens. I can taste yeah. the prune in that. That harkens to the. Um, Hold on, I got a shit. To the <laughs> to the Samuel Adams, the really high price stuff is almost what that tastes like. But you're saying that's prune? Prune. prune. No, he says it tastes like prune. This is apple butter sizer. Apple Ooh. butter sizer. It has like. Explain, uh, can you explainicate that me to me? So <laughs> apple butter sizer is made with pumpkin honey. Okay. Pumpkin, yeah. Apple butter. So pumpkin honey is going to be the blossoms of pumpkin flowers. Correct. Holy fuckity fuck. <laughs> the apple butter. I don't know. It's delicious to me. Apple yeah, butter, pumpkin honey. Yeah. I'm um, so fucked up, it doesn't matter. Cinnamon. <laughs> well, you have to tell your dark story. Dark malt. Yeah. Fucking dark yeah. malt. Yeah. Muscovada so brown sugar. And usually white raisins. White raisins. And then what's the base? Is it? Uh, it's got to be right. apple cider. It's, uh, well, the, Before it, this right, becomes a how to well. brew juice uh, podcast, okay. let's go to Mr. Steve Hoffer over here. So no, we've known no, your John's history. not done yet. You're done or you're not uh, done? Well, I mean, I could flash forward past like... Uh, <laughs> You know, I worked for Phil for a while. Then I became a cop. In the yeah. back door. And I worked for the, Phil again. Yeah, right, right. And then, you know, when I fucked that up, 
And then I worked for Phil again. <laughs> then I became a cop again. Right. When did the crack I said, happen? Being a cop, and now I've settled on. Um, I'm a radio repair technician for the city of Cleveland. Right. I fix. Uh, you know, the, the city of Cleveland has the P125 radios, which are in all the cop cars, fire trucks, EMS, and all the utilities vehicles. We own our. We have 15 radio towers, so we maintain our own site. So this is like when all fucking everything goes to shit. Right. This shit's supposed to stay up and running, no matter what. So it's, it's not, not just so, the radios; it's also towers. It's the charge. whole tower. It's the whole infrastructure wow. and everything. So, cool. I, you know, I I go from knuckle dragon. I just put a radio in a fucking old fucking garbage truck. To I got to go out to a radio tower to meet a guy to fucking. Wait, I'm not saying fucking. What are you fucking laughing? No, at? you're the one that started I just the whole drank thing. My drink. I drank my <laughs> I drank my plum diarrhea juice, and after I dumped, drank my. Which delicious is really good. beverage. Yeah. After I drank my sizer, I was like, that cup is unusually it's full. Again. <laughs> and it wasn't just full, it was brimming. So I carefully Damn, drank it so I didn't spill anything. And I drank it, and I set it back down, and off I fucked. And then I look over and see Steve, Sleepy's just taking his portion and just, and literally topping me off to the same impossible. Archimedes couldn't hold a fucking bond of liquid across the top of this fucking glass the way that Steve did it. He, he literally, this is what he didn't pour in. You're being roofied. He didn't pour in. It's gaslighting. He didn't pour in. Did I not drink that? Yeah. Seriously though, that was very good the last <laughs> no, one was yeah. excellent you know at one point i was a vintage Slicer, japanese baby. motorcycle club yeah and then there was the uh the lake erie loop phase yeah. there where right. i had a bunch of stupid small bikes the whole idea was back. to make 200 cc's yeah. well, that's when i met far. you had the 200 uh right so that 200 yeah well now when you met me i had a 1972 yamaha cs5 cs5 which was a two-stroke yeah. twin 200 cc but without a reamer no, it was yeah. a 200, though. I knew it was a yeah, 200. It was 200. And that little fucker would do wheelies, mm-hmm. and so that was my little thing at the vet, Amerivest. Dang! Everybody else yeah. was riding scooters and everything, Dang. and I was like, oh, well, you like I got 350 cc's, bitch. Out. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> and it would stand up, and I was like, yeah, whoa, okay. <laughs> That bike and all was, the scooter guys were like, oh, we, we approve. Well, then it ensued. Then the scooters were like, oh, right. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, it's a wheelie competition. We had a little bit of that out. At Turns the, out. What's mm-hmm. the lake there? Uh, uh, halfway through the metro parks when you get to the place where there's Wallace Lake. Yeah. Yeah, Wallace Lake. Yeah. In that parking lot, that was a little Oh, we turned Wallace Lake parking lot into a 200 vehicle wheelie show. It was the silliest damn thing. I had brought my ace, my big airport shuttle bus yeah and one of our sponsors had given us like 900 bags of potato chips <laughs> and various other snack foods so i was like there's no good way to distribute this no. and so i just climbed up through the roof fence like mm. this emergency escape hatches on the bus i climbed up on the roof as we do and i just was like fuck you savages and i just started whipping these things and i was whipping boxes of snack foods hot dog cannon style yes it was hot dog cannon style and we were like you know it was everything from like neutral grain bars all the way up to like you know sun chips and people were gathered and we're throwing out you know all these products to the masses snacks snacks baby snacks <laughs> and what happened was everybody was like and we also went through like nine cases of beer on the ride it happened so we were we had this impromptu wheelie competition, and then the park rangers showed up, and I was like, oh, fuck. Party's over. <laughs> but then the park rangers were like, I didn't even know you could wheelie a moped. 
And I went, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and you, you can. I was too. like, you want to try it? And the guy was like, no, I don't think so. And he's like, but you can wheelie that. And I was like, oh, I can wheelie the living bejesus out of this. You can wheelie anything. I work really hard. Like my usual, my mo is basically, if I get a motorcycle, the first thing I'm going to do is wheelie it. And if I can't wheelie it, I get angry and I try to figure out why I can't wheelie it. And there's been a couple of bikes I can't wheelie. One or two. See, yeah, I'm two. like the more. So you're the clutch up. I'm yeah, I'm a clutch power up. Oh, I'm a clutch no, up guy. Clutch, yeah. I, I power up. I I power up on bikes that have power. Well, yeah, but See, most like, bikes don't have power. Most bikes don't have power. Yeah. You can clutch up anything. Yeah, I can clutch up anything. But I like yeah. a bike Whoa, that I can. Man. I power. can give the throttle Bounce a little bit, let off the throttle, and then give it a big heap of throttle and have yep. it stand up. Yeah, that's where I'm most comfortable at. Yep. No, you are very comfortable with the ring, 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 ring. I will. I like a good three mile an hour clutch up wheelie. Yeah. Because to me, I always enjoy a super slow, like an impossibly slow wheelie. I like a wheelie that's at walking speeds because people just don't expect it. It's like. You just all of a sudden front wheels in the air and you're just kind of creeping along. Yep. See, but I've, you got to clutch your wheelie. Maybe it's because yeah. I, still, you know, like dirt bikes and yeah. everything. I like when you're on a dirt bike and you're yeah. just like, and, and, and all of a sudden you find your fucking front wheel is in the air. And you're like, that's different. That's a different wheelie. Yeah. That's a whole different. That's a whole you just happen to hit a bump right and you give it the throttle right and holy yeah. shit, that fucking. I do. A, I do a, a clutch bounce. My XL five hundred. Yeah. That's a great bike for wheelies. It is a great bike for wheelies. So I have your house story. I'm sure your first bike was like, I want to take this moped and make it go 7,000 miles in one thing. (laughs) Well, let me comment comment really quick about the the TT500. Right. That bike came equipped with an extra large rear sprocket. sprocket. So it was a wheelie. Anytime I tried to let somebody else ride it, the first thing they would do is Well, the first thing they'd do is not start it. They would flip on their fucking back immediately. And they're like, yeah, I told you it's like big sprocket, it's which was big great sprocket. with the women because it incapacitated him. They were on their back, so <laughs> yeah. you were you were perfect. <laughs> yeah, why is she bleeding from her ears? Don't worry, don't, yeah. don't worry. Fine. Yeah, she slid off the back, but she didn't slide into the back wheel. You know, right. like you know, <laughs> she didn't feed her into the back. Get her type. cunt knobbed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that is demonetization. So let me repeat. Let me re- wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let, let me repeat that. Cunt not beat up. Cunt not beat up. That sounds like a Spanish holiday. Police no, not beat up. <laughs> well, close enough. Cunt not beat up. We're cunt not beat up. The people from the IMS show are going to be like, so how is your recap going? You're going to have to get to two, two hours. Ah, it's okay. Oh, we're fine. You know what? The the thing was, we were, we were talking about doing a recap of the IMS show. but then It I, might happen well, after this. Yeah. It might. But as I was kind of going through listener mail, what I realized is that a lot of people that we, a lot of people that actually come into the shop or, or talk to us at the show and stuff, or brought us White Castle. I don't think our sponsors would like cutting up beat up. No, <laughs> but White Castle and and Stroh. 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 Right. You know what? I see that guy's face in my my Thank mind God right now, people. and he's still my favorite guy still in my the favorite whole guy. world. So the fact that we have podcast people that are nice enough to bring us White Castle oh, when White we desperately Castle's need a- it. And they bring us um, Stro when we absolutely need it because that Stro got me through the weekend. By the way, can I can I say something awesome though? Yeah. So those guys brought the White Castle at ten a.m. Yeah, and you that. guys and everybody there was right. chomping away. Oh yeah, and Fuck you guys yeah. showed up later and had them at like Wait, twelve. And somebody one. brought White Castle and I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. you weren't you there. weren't there. But the best part Saturday. was one of our buddies, James. 
Yeah. Who came at five thirty or six yeah. and then posted a, a thing to Facebook like, yeah, or, oh Noble, like, yeah, Steve you, Noble, yeah, and yeah. I was like, yeah. you know that came at ten a.m. right? Yeah, it's like nine year old white cast. He was it like, doesn't matter, it never rots. It so, cannot be. He was I, like, I was eating it after that. Me too. I, I didn't see it for sure. So, well, and and we had, and we had people coming by the booth, look at the white cast, and say. Where the fuck did you, they sell that in here? I got to so, get some yeah. of that. So there was Old two. Yeah. So, so the table, you couldn't beat the table. Phil had the fucking Motocompo. The Motocompo, Motocompo and, and White Castle on the yeah. same table. Yeah. And if they would have looked under the Both table, are unaccessible in Ohio open. right now. People I were just like, yeah. Anybody who brought the White Castle, yeah. I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah. But thank God you brought it. Yeah. yeah. So um, flash forward. I go to the show on Saturday. Right. I go skiing Sunday, Saturday night. Saturday. Oh, very nice. Sunday, I'm <clears throat> kicking around the house doing what I do, getting ready to go to another. Um, it was my daughter's birthday thing, but I keep smelling the fucking White Castle. <laughs> you can't like, not smell it. Were you farting? These aren't the clothes. same clothes. <laughs> oh, I'm. I don't. Feel like I farted? Maybe I right. farted. Am I, far- am I farting White Castle? No. And not even know. And I keep it. smelling the fucking White Castles. Right. Next thing you know, I track it down. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Wifey Poo has bagged up the garbage and it's sitting there. Oh. Like, I'm not smelling the White Castles. I'm smelling that fucking bag of garbage. <laughs> the bag that of smells garbage. exactly like the fucking White Castles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh. So Shit. And yet, to us, it was fucking caddies. <laughs> At 10 o'clock in the morning, we were like, that's exactly oh, what delicious. we did. The guy who brought that, no he could have been like... that nobody texted me. That somebody brought white cats. We didn't want to hurt you, man. Dude, that guy <laughs> could have been like, share. I'm not a dick. I don't hey, want to hurt you. I love you guys. Here's 5,000 bucks. Right. Instead, he brought White Castle yeah. and it, it achieved the same thing. We had White oh, no, Castle no, no, no. and we had a bottle of Strobe. Yeah, right. Make that wasn't, no mistake. That wasn't his 30 year old bottle. fucking mistake. Yeah. The White Castle was the right fucking move. It was. Yeah. You guys I enjoyed all, every little well, morsel funny of that. Is, all I had was a bun, and they gave you the burger yeah. off of it, and the bun was still fucking You made good. a choice. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Way to go, vegan. You okay, made a choice. Okay, have fun with that there, vegan. Vegan. <laughs> 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 but can I say something about the Stroh's? Or what yeah, Stroh's? Yeah, sure. It didn't mix. No. You could pour it in your drink all you wanted, and it just floated to the That's top. That's what I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took, I'd taken in a bottle of ginger ale. Because my idea was, I was like, okay, I'll get a bottle of whiskey somewhere. I got a bottle of wild turkey in my truck. One oh, you know, one oh one will be great. Oh, I didn't and know about any of this before you polished off half of my fucking Captain Morgan. No, that was me. That was, that was him. Me. I'm sorry. No, I got, no, he, loaded, he loaded me up too. And so I told, I was like, I got a bottle. You know, I usually keep a bottle hiding around somewhere, but. The straw, I was like, well, let's see how the straw mixes. <laughs> so it turns out the straw doesn't mix. No, it doesn't. And that's the weirdest thing about the straw is it just takes over whatever room it's in. Yeah, you'd and have to mix the straw like one to ten. Oh, my yeah. God, <laughs> man. I told and, you, mix it with root beer. Yeah, well, so, yeah, I did the, that was my trick. And I had root beer. So I had actual real root beer that I stopped on the way in with that giant styrofoam cup, that, that big, ridiculous styrofoam <laughs> on cup. On Friday night, yeah. I could smell you from like 10 feet away. I was so happy. <laughs> you were very happy. I but was from so 10 happy. feet away, I could smell bourbon. And that was, just, that was one of those things I was like, huh, root beer and bourbon. Why am I the first person to be on this express route? <laughs> Turns out it's delicious. Root beer and bourbon it is Maybe delicious. But you can smell it from 10 And it turns away. out that straw and ginger ale is totally delicious. Yeah. You're like, zero uses no gasoline, and all the people were like, really? It I'm smells like, like something's about to combust over here. Oh, but, my shit and God. But Phil enjoyed his uh, his root beer and straw. Yeah. 
and we're walking from the zero booth over to the uh, the vintage booth, mm-hmm. and he just absentmindedly was empty cup. He <laughs> did. He tossed it in the trash and kept walking and. Three steps there, he goes, fuck, I shouldn't have done that because, because you need the cop. Yep. So he goes back and he's kind of, you know, I saw it. I, like, I saw Costanza. Yeah, I the saw it. Hey, the donut was right on top. I it was went right into a goddamn trash can at the IX Center to get a styrofoam 32-ounce cup because there's nothing Phil's more feet valuable. feet sticking out of the top as he's down there digging around looking for it. There's nothing more valuable to an alcoholic at the IX Center show in a 32-ounce styrofoam cup. Phil, I got you. Let me pull you back out, baby. <laughs> I was like, man. Smith, and, grab and my when, feet. Seriously, and I'm when going John, John left. John left us a bag of ice. So I was like, John left us half a bag of ice. And I was like, oh, that's going to go in the styrofoam cup. And then I was like, okay, I got Stro. All right. I half got a bottle some, of Pepsi. I got half a bottle of Pepsi. You went and bought Pepsi? Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. And it turns out that, yeah, Stro's a bit of this a wicked This is going to be a fantastic Nah. Uh, I hate fantastic. to tell you that a Pepsi uses aborted baby's fetuses <laughs> to make a, a, a genetically engineered sweetener out well, of it. Well, do you know what? I, I didn't say it again. <laughs> I, I, I cannot tell you what they make, they put in straw. Yeah. But That's whatever a, they put in straw is fucking strong. All I know is that I drank what Phil drank before I left, and yeah. I dropped Chris off, and I was fine. And then Strohs hit me. Yeah. But then I was going to a meeting with a guy to buy a trailer. And this guy, this guy was like, he was like. This turned out well for me. <laughs> no, whatever this guy did, he had a house that was like 700 thing. grand. They had a yeah. fucking 800,000 mile fucking uh, RV sitting in their driveway. They were leaving. They were selling their house. They were leaving. This thing had to go. And I'm sitting there and he's like, this guy has lived his whole life by the book. There's no way that, that this, du- this dude has been like, oh, I can't do 37. It's 35. Like this right. is his whole no. life. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I want your trailer. And he's like, oh, yeah, let me fix a few things and stuff. And I'm sitting there, and I'm hammered. And I'm standing in this guy's garage. And he's like, so what are you thinking? And I'm like, well, I have 400 bucks. And he was like, "Uh, okay, uh, yeah, okay, cool. I'm like, okay, this transaction's over. Let's hook hook the fucking trailer thing and let's go. go. No, an hour and 10 minutes later, his wife's making shit on stoves. We're talking, and she's saying how nice of a person I am, and their sons have beards and all this stuff. Does she go? Stroke gives you a personality. Does she go? Yeah. Is she a goer? No. Nudge, nudge. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Say them all. You know, snaps, all. Action snaps. None of that. What was a rack like? <laughs> it was no rack. It was it was a grandma status. Oh, but oh. all I'm saying is that like I was in these like normal people's. I was like I was I was Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Invading these. You people's were in houses. normal world, but you were just being a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, dude, earlier. it was so yeah. gnarly. Finally, like I, I get the shit hooked up, and he's like, "All right, have a good one." I'm like, "All right, I'm leaving." He's like, "Let me just say goodbye to it." I'm like. <laughs> Say goodbye to your fucking trailer. Like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you how your trailer's going to get used. Yeah. Hard. 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 Put well, away wet. At Mid-Ohio, there's I'm probably going to be 100 cigar. people on this trailer. Yeah. You guys can all fuck off. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Well, that go was Johnny Mac's story. <laughs> so, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hoffert. All right, Hoff, your turn. Mr. Hoffert. How did, dude, how? Bell, belly I was up born, to the mic. I was born in 64. Yeah, you were. Holy and shit. I will die. Sometime soon. <laughs> Oscar. No. <laughs> so what was your first? No, we don't bike? believe that for a second. Wait, how old were you when you got your first bike? Yeah, it was really my first bike, um, Motor Marini. Yeah, Motor Marini. Okay. Uh, my my friend Bobby Royce, his dad died 
falling from a parachute that did not open. Whoa, that is not a good parachute. No, it was it was not. It was sad, but uh, we worked on this bike forever, and we couldn't get it running. All right. So which one was it? Which motor marini was it? It was a three and a half, or as a dirt bike? It was a no. It was a like a scooter with an engine underneath. Oh, really? Okay, all right, yeah. I saw one at the Wellington Engine Show. Oh, all right, all right. I'm sorry, I'm so wasted right now. Well, it's okay. Sorry. You know, you're not. You're not. This. You're this, just uh, speaking gummy, in cursive. Gummy sewer guy is expected. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. Grumpy, this, this grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. Sorry, grumpy sewer. It's awesome. Yeah, grumpy sewer guy. Well, you're wasted. The, you're just the old sewer guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, so, uh, so the first bike I actually fixed was a uh, Z50. Blue and white. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's why you want the blue monkey. Yeah. That's why you exactly. want the blue monkey. This kid, Sean Pekarsik, who <laughs> wanted to beat the shit out of me in like ninth grade. And I, I pounded the crap out of him. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then we became friends. Uh-huh. Right. And, you know, we, I, I mean, I fixed Skid's bike. Yeah. Right. And my yeah. grandpa would take us with our go kart and, uh, uh, no, my got a go kart, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm so fucking. <laughs> it's okay, dude. Posted right now. Keep going. It's all good. But the Z50 and the go kart, we would right. take up to like the Kmart parking lot. Yeah, on Euclid, Euclid Avenue. So, yeah. so okay for podcast listeners, Hover and I both grew up on the east side of Cleveland. Right. So we both grew we, up we in the eastern suburbs. A few blocks and so apart. he grew up in Euclid, and I grew up in Wycliffe. So these two communities are literally right next to each other. And in the shadow of Cleveland on the east side is Euclid, and the shadow of Euclid is Wycliffe. Euclid is a bigger community. It's a bigger suburb. Like 50,000. Much people. bigger. And Wycliffe is and like more six. more upscale. Yeah. Uh, and Wycliffe <laughs> is like six. Right. Wycliffe is like 6,000 people. So the funny thing is, like, Euclid is one of those places where, like, they've got, like, a real police force. Yep. And they've got, like, a really big high school. And the kids who grew up in Euclid are always like, Wow, man, we don't want to play Euclid in football because they're going to kill us. Because, it used to be the way it right, was. Right, exactly. But it was that very strange thing. So he and I are pretty close in ages. And that time growing up in that weird post, you know, post-Vietnam Cold War, Cold War era of you that know, time. pillbox houses, yeah. you know, like yeah. brick pillbox houses. It's very much a suburban mindset. But everybody's dads worked in Cleveland. Everybody's uncles worked in Cleveland. Like, this was very much the feeder system. This was the farm league for Cleveland. And growing up there was kind of an interesting game because you were just expected to go do what your dad did. You were just expected to go... White motors. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Pants off, dance off. Well, so that's the weird thing. At what point did at what point when you were doing your teenage years? At what point did you decide? I'm motorcycles are my game, man. That's my jam. My dad hated motorcycles. Yeah, same with mine. Because he saw some yep. when he was a kid. He saw some guy hit the tracks. Yeah, crash hit by. He, he was either hit by a train, right, or he wiped out. Yeah. And his brains were splattered right. all over his like leather helmet. Yeah. So he would not allow me to 
I'm sorry. I'm trying to get no, this. No, just the it's visualization good. of just the leather helmet. And then the leather helmet came in. No, like, the guy was wearing a leather helmet. And we instantly all went steampunk. His like splattered, <laughs> and he was like dead on the tracks. Crows just swooped in. And <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fun, man. Dude, it's fun. It's no, but he, would, story, he did not want me to have a right. motorcycle. Four, four fenders, two bumpers, or you don't ride. And a yeah. seatbelt. So, yeah. I would like to ride an SSR right now. <laughs> Let's finish the cast. Let's finish the cast. <laughs> and then I'll take a GoPro this. and then we'll film you riding. I'm trying to get through this, but goddamn John and whatever his name is. That bottle of Weller is awesome. John Sawyer. John Sawyer. John Sawyer. John Sawyer took care of us with the Weller. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So, so anyway, right, so no bikes in your household. But things on track my my chemistry professor yeah uh where did he touch bacon okay from from euclid breaking bad where did he touch you (laughs) on this doll no he was he was cool (laughs) here anyhow (laughs) shoot guns go ahead ride motorcycles climb rocks whoa okay that was saying you will be a fucking man he was awesome yeah he gave me a 175 really Right. And CL 175? Please be specific. No, it was like specific. two-stroke 175. Yeah, a KE. Okay. Yeah, KE, baby, KE. No, it was, I don't know if it was a KE. It was a Enduro. Oh, okay. All right, KX 175? It had a mixed tank, it's but you had KE. a... Fuck him. <laughs> the tank was screwed up, so you had a mixed gas. Right, okay, yeah. So anyway, uh, I rode that through high school. Yeah. And he had an XL... 500S. Ooh. But yeah. I bought an XL500R just to... Just to fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, XL, the XL500. Sounds like Stevie. My cousin had one, yeah. and he was a legend oh, in yeah. hill climbing oh, on yeah. an XL500. No, no, the XL500Rs were unbelievably... Yeah. It, truly one of the greatest motorcycles ever built. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they had the RFVC engines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was that. If you I look at really the screen, on demand. The, yeah, the the XL. Oh. Yeah, the XL 500R, Pro Link suspension, four valve motor. Classic look too. Gorgeous bike. Yeah. And really, it's like a sore dick. You can't beat. You it. can't beat it. You really can't beat it. And you had your choice of either red or white. You know. Yeah, I had a red one. Yeah, they either they either came in red or white. That was it. Um, if you had the 500R, so that was like that was the tricky thing about the XLs was Honda in the uh, 70s and 80s. If they put the letter R after anything, that was not with which to be fucked. And now it's R R R R. Oh yeah, exactly. R R R. If you're a CBR 1000, R R R. No, I love that bike, and it's a great bike. It really is. And and you know what? Yeah, that guy. Von Bacon really treated me like my dad. Yeah, right. I mean, that guy got you into bikes. Okay, yeah. No, no. I mean, he was Let cool. He's a cool guy. He taught me how to climb rocks. He taught me. I mean, we sailed. We climbed right. rocks. He was the coolest guy in the entire world. Right. Cool. Did he teach you about sex, too? No. Okay. Just asking. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. That the yeah. guy, I mean, it was nothing He's like that. You don't have to make He's it weird, guy. man. You don't I'm have to just make trying. It weird. He's a man's man. Yeah. yeah. No, no. He He's was a good dude. He was... I mean, I went to his wedding, and right. the wedding was awesome. His 
lot abutted his uh, in-law's lot. Really? No, it was, it, this was totally and awesome. Wait, his lot abutted his in-law's lot, but they got married. No, they got married. So well, the two his families wife's joined up. Parents lived on yeah. a lot that he owned yeah. that touched his lot, and at his wedding, they had a cauldron of food. Could you show me on the lot where the man touched you? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. What is the cauldron of food? Cauldron so, of food. No, yeah. no. Seriously, the Wiccans? food at the the food yeah. at the wedding yeah. was made in a cauldron, like a witch's cauldron. Wow. I mean, it was no it was shit. actually a cauldron. Wow. Burned over a wood fire. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And his dad. And then they Von summoned Mephistopheles. Dad, I sat at the tables. Von Bacon's dad. Von Bacon. No, seriously. Von Bacon's dad was awesome. And he called the mom over yeah. and said, this meal is fit for a king. Mm-hmm. Here, king. Oh, he gave it to the dog. Oh. It was a dog. Oh. So then we went into the garage, and we decided to to address the hammer. Right. Which is holding a 16-pound right. anvil. Yeah. I mean, a, a hammer. sledgehammer. Right, 16-pound sledge. Tilting it towards your nose. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it works. And I if you don't get it, that. Did you ever uh, do that? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure you did. I'm certain you did. Uh, motherfuckers think you're going to make you bust your nose. So they say, hey, I bet you can't take this fucking sledgehammer. No, it's called addressing the hammer. Addressing and the hammer. Touch your nose with and it so and everybody at that fucking wedding had to address the hammer. Oh, really? How'd well, you do? If you're a fucking I made twat, it. you bust my your nose. nose. <laughs> it's not broken. Yeah, it ain't oh. fucking Milnor, man. <laughs> no, this ain't, at, yeah. at, at age it's a real 16, goddamn hammer. Seventeen when yeah. I fucking addressed the hammer. Yeah. Having worked on the fucking farm a little bit yeah. and bailed fucking hay and done all kinds of <laughs> So you know addressing the hammer. I could fucking touch the hammer to my fucking nose right. and take it off yeah. and touch my fucking nose. And it's a 16-pound it hammer. It's uh, not uh, a fucking wimpy 12-pound sledgehammer. <laughs> yep. And there you go. Now, I wish it was Give me a sober, mall. I'll touch really my nose with it with dress. the fucking blade side. <laughs> Let's have a fucking fest, full-blown Festivus fucking right now. Goddamn straight-up Festivus time. Strength. Now, hold on. Leg wrestling. Are you going to tap know, out? I, and I must say. Yes. Don't tap That out. man was yeah. more like Tappy my dad tap. than my dad. Well, this, that happens. Yeah, that happens. That happens. Yeah, that happens. Well, good. I also want to give a, a shout-out to Ken Mack. Ken Mack. Ken Mack. Please, please, everybody. Ken Mack made the person I am today. Well done, Ken. You're here. Yeah. Well done, indeed. Yeah. We've all benefited Grumpy from that. Grumpy sewer guy. Yeah. Well, no, we've all benefited from that. He was a 34 level ma- mason. Yeah. Oh. And he always wanted to kill Santa on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <Okay>. Or the <laughs> Santa or any of his helpers. No, no the Santa and he's 254. All right. You know what? The actual Santa. That guy yeah. died in the shower. Yeah. And I love that guy. There you go. Yeah, I mean, he was more like my, like I'm, I'm like, again, I'm banking. Go. You got Ken Mack. Right. There you I have it. I think the only way to go is autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he just died yeah. in the shower. So. In excess. I don't even, I don't like yeah. it in excess, but by God, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. yeah right. Oscar. 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 God damn it. Oscar. Sorry. Oscar. Sorry, Oscar. It's, it's Oscar. It's really hard to follow that, though. Oscar. 
I'm going to say Oscar. I'm a loser. I'm a total <laughs> he, fucking well, loser. One, you're Stop clearly, it, Steve. You're clearly not a loser. No, you're not. Nope. At all nope. in this group. One of us. So, one of us. I think right. your stable of motorcycles right now right. clearly he, indicates you are a Right, exactly. The because fact that you have one monkey and you're considering a second one and it's not a big deal, you're doing fine. Yeah, right. Why not have another cop? You pull new motorcycles out of your asshole. Like... Nobody's business. So, right, just so for our her. listeners, for our listeners, we're we're two thirds of the way. I accidentally, I, I accidentally, <laughs> I accidentally ended up in Mexico one time. Oh yeah, because I have got good friends, and my friends are excellent. And one of my friends said, "You know what you should do? You should come down to Mexico with us." And I said, "That sounds like a great idea. I'll send James." And I sent James to Mexico. Thank and you. And after Chris. James came back from Mexico. I said, how was Mexico? And James said, Mexico was really fucking cool. Yep. And I was like, did you like Mexico? He said, it was great. Everybody was super cool to me. Because that year, I meant to go, but something happened. I couldn't go. So, Mexico, so James took my ticket. James took my place. And James said, everybody down in Mexico is crazy cool. You're going to have a good time. Yep. So you know what I did? I went to Mexico. You Sorry. Uh, oh, there we go. Thank oh, you. No. Thank you, John. Finish that bottle. Thank you, John. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, John Sawyer. John, I let you know the Weller went to a goddamn fine cause. It did. So there we go. John. And you're hearing the results. John, of that. Yeah, right now. Cheers to John. Here's to John. Cheers, Cheers to John. Thank you, John. Ole, 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 ole. John. Here's Andy John. Thank you for providing us with ole. an evening of delight ole, and deliciousness. Ole, ole, ole. Thank you for Daniel for killing it. Yep. So I met up with a bunch of normal people in San Diego. And we got together, and we rode bikes down into Tijuana. And we got down in Tijuana. I'd never seen military in Deuce and a Halfs driving around Tijuana with white wall tires. White wall tires. I shits them So I, I'm picturing a young Oscar kicking a ripped-up soccer ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a, uh, oh, my God. Now, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> And and I got <laughs> the federales come through, and some of them are mounted. Yep. Oh, we have several discussions with federales. Exactly. Yeah. And so Oscar shows up among all these, like literally. There's a bunch of us. Myself, my first time in Mexico, and I don't know what to think of it. I have no what's going. On. I've been in countries all over the world. I love I've you, been Oscar. to different foreign weird places. But again, these are scooter people, right? Yep. So this is a whole different jam. And I'm not allowed to kill any of them. So uh, I'm unarmed. I'm completely unarmed. The best thing I can do is activate a Bailey and aim him in that direction. And so all of these guys show up. And Oscar shows up right off the tick. And Oscar's riding a P200 that looks like it's been through the wars. Oh, yeah. And, as hell. Yep, exactly. From Cuba. And, and, and Oscar shows up. And it just immediately I knew. I was like, Wow. There are some people here in this group that know exactly what's going on. He's wearing They're, the necklace of the ashes of the previous <laughs> owner. <laughs> I was like, the second I met you, I was like, God damn it. This guy has got all of this under control. And I have none of this under control. <laughs> and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ride this borrowed motorcycle hmm. as fast as I can behind Oscar. Because he knows exactly where we're going at all times. <laughs> and so when we left Tijuana and headed south, there were things that I've never seen before. Oh, yeah. There were, there were zebras 
that shouldn't be there. Zebra. Uh, they were zonkies. The zonkies. It was a donkey painted like a zebra. <laughs> it's the thing. You, you can Google it. It's you can zonkey. Google it. It exists. I saw a tiger in a cage on the back of a micro truck. <laughs> We did, and it wasn't a tiger. It was a white tiger. It was a, it was a, one of those fucking Siberian tigers in the back of coked up in the back. Of seriously, <laughs> fucked up in the back of a Mazda Porter cab, like a little micro Japanese micro truck that shouldn't be anywhere except Japan. <laughs> it was painted purple, had the Mexican version of like I don't I, I like seriously. The, remember the guys in Vegas got their faces bit off oh, by tigers? So apparently they had Mexican cousins. And those Mexican cousins <laughs> painted everything purple and gold. And they had white tigers in cages. Purple is and, the color of royalty. And Oscar was like, if you pull up close enough, you can pet them. <laughs> go at it. Go at it. You're in Mexico. Have a good time. I'm going to go to that place you said where you could pee off the side of the mountain. Okay, oh, that was right. Ocho Ocho. Cuatro Cuatro. Cuatro Cuatro. Close enough. Half of that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Cuatro Cuatro. off the side of a mountain. I love that, yeah. that we're still getting corrected over Ocho Ocho. Cuatro Cuatro. Close enough. Man. Half of that. You have to, it's the road is so bad, you have to leave your motorcycles there and you can only approach it in a four by four Dodge. I don't know if I don't really care, but I want to drink. I was peeing while I was looking at the The ocean. The sun is amazing. They brought me a blanket and a fire. Our listeners could appreciate the smell of this podcast. Oh, it smells really good, actually. It's in between bourbon Bourbon and mead and cat food. The fucking Braunschweiger, the Braunschweiger mixed with the bourbon and some honey and the meat and the, <laughs> and the farts oh, and the fucking cigar. I haven't farted yet. It's, it's, yeah, it's really something. Okay, so Oscar, where do you come from, son? Uh-oh. Please Uh-oh. give me a. a we're toasting right. again. Oh, that's like the time we've been drinking. Yeah, he's yeah. toasting. Everybody's yeah. 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 toasting. Mexico, 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 Uber, alles, Uber, alles. All right, okay. Okay, sorry. All right so, so I was born and raised in Mexico, mm-hmm. 1976. 76. That's the spirit. And so that's where been, you people come from. Yeah, you people. <laughs> you people. <laughs> Are we going to go about this by, like, wives? We're in Mexico? Oh, no, no, no. Are we going to no, do that's, first that's, wives, second wives? I, I can break it down like that way. Or are we yeah. going to go by bikes? Probably bikes. Yeah, let's do bikes. Yeah, let's do bikes. So, have you always lived in Tijuana? Always lived in Tijuana up until I moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, <laughs> uh, five years ago. So, wow. all of my history is in TJ. Yeah, yeah. So, I lived and there TJ's all my life. beautiful. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, there's beaches and stuff. I had and you no have... idea. So, you American listeners who are listening to this will think of Tijuana as a place where Marines go to get in trouble. When you say <laughs> beaches, as they do, do you mean like women beaches. or do you mean like sandy Be- beaches? No, sandy no it's beaches. Tijuana beaches. <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> and that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That'd be salty beaches. That's salty beaches. Yeah, yeah. Oscar yeah. took us around Tijuana, and what I can yeah. say is Tijuana. When you just go into Tijuana from San Diego, Proper, as yeah. a drunk would border, do, yep. you understand why they need to have the military down there because it becomes a, a receptacle for drunk American soldiers. Right. If you're going to Tijuana, you need an Oscar. You do. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. A Bailey will do in a pinch. So if, the, if you, uh, actually, if, yeah. you, if you drive through the border, you yeah. 
don't get funneled into that area. Right. But if you walk across the border, which most people from the states that are right. planning on doing that, mm-hmm. they get funneled into the the, the dodgy district. Yeah, of, they do. Of, of, Straight ahead. Of TJ. So that's, if you're walking in on foot, you're going to end up in a bad neighborhood. Right. The shit show. Right. But, Oscar, but that's where they're going there for. Yeah, you. Oscar dragged us up into the hills. So we yeah. went up into the property and the elevation. Yeah. So it's. I, I was joking. I was like, Tijuana Heights. <laughs> and it is Tijuana Heights. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Take the high ground. Beach views. Oh, and it's stuff. gorgeous. Yeah. The houses are amazing. Yeah. And uh, and I got to have an appreciation for. We kept meeting people. So every time we'd meet somebody, I had no idea whether you guys had known them for twenty years or it was just TJ being amazing. I think it's more of a the Mexican culture, or just yeah. just embracing everybody that's it's true. just coming in. I mean, we some of us actually probably by the time I met you, it was probably my second rally, and I just felt like family yeah with everybody from the jedis from denver right. detroit and from all over it just it just feels at home i have a quick guys. question yeah so sure. were you part of a scooter club in mexico like is there a yeah. Tijuana? well i didn't start directly into the club i started with a and i know it doesn't have a lot of street cred so i started with a um suzuki katana 600 <laughs> i know can it the hall of shame show, show me on the motorcycle yeah, where yeah, the man you touched you there's no shame on a bike no and actually I, I love that bike i mean it's it was a 94 it was a red with like the purple rims they were kind of dodgy but i, love I know that bike. but just in I general i mean I was way skinnier than I am right now, but I rode that bike. Well, you're very like slim. I, yeah, like you're I like still, the no, slimmest dude, dude in the whole. No, but dude, yeah. I was you're way skinnier, and I rode that bike like I stole it. I, Maybe I, Daniel. I even I even got that bike to like 135 miles an hour. I was I was riding it like I stole it. Say it again. And that was my first. <laughs> that again. was my first bike, so I, I didn't get the memo of the midlife crisis. So I started it's high right. CCs and then just went down the hill. My my okay. first arrest. And bike tow was because of a katana. Really? I had a Jixer 750, uh, and a katana Jixer. called me out, and I beat the fuck out of it. Yeah. But we also got roadblocked and arrested and towed oh, and all kinds of bad things. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, I, I just real, I, I don't want to you know sidebar your yeah. discussion, but I've done a couple, two of the Craigslist search that I have done was CBR and katana. Yeah. And there is very little out there, or at least right now, yeah. Still, for CBRs yeah. and katanas. So they're coming back. They they're might be, be a getting lot. a little bit thin on the ground. They may have finally got Make all ground up and sent to the fucking <laughs> boneyard to the point where finding a, t- a katana or an yeah. old CBR 600 or 1000 yep. might not be so easy anymore. So even by the time I got that bike, I was I, I bought it that one at nine was 98. Uh, but by then, I was already playing in a ska band. Since Scott. like since like ninety four to like ninety seven saxophone playing what a saxophone yeah. a saxophone I play saxophone too so saxophone and the uh, scale band and alto or tenor uh, alto alto god damn dude E flat yeah. bitches E flat's where it's yeah. at play a tenor or go home Cleveland Motor Podcast band's gonna happen yeah. someday E flat big, big pipes yeah. yeah so yeah I mean. Yeah. Ska bands, right. you have to have a vest. Ska so bands. I always wanted that, but I mean, in the uni, you have no fucking cash. It's literally you can't buy anything. <laughs> That's reality. That's I mean, just never bought it, but I always had the, the right. my heart was in, in the Vespa yeah. all the time. So by the time I actually graduated from uni and then started working uh, in Takare mm-hmm. 2004, I was able to find a Vespa. Yeah. And now that you mentioned about the, the dead guy, I bought it of the son of a guy that just passed away. Oh, really? Oh. So, I, so my first 
the peach one that's so yeah. crooked, the red one. Yeah. I bought it off a guy in um, Mexicali. Wait a second. Do the podcast listeners know that your P200 is actually crooked? Yes, it's not crooked uh, because it does It does have a title. Just, it's just not it. straight. Yeah. It's right. just not the front wheel and the back wheel don't point in the right direction. Right, and that's because I had an accident, but that's a little couple of years after the fact. But yes, it is. It literally, it is crooked. The, no, the rear tire is kind of not kidding you. The rear tire and the front tire are not no, pointing not the even, same not direction. Even, not even close. It's like Emmy Nova that ever. And Oscar drives it like, like it owes him money. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. a free Vespa at that yeah. point. Well, right? no, I've never. You don't ever want to try to follow Oscar through Mexico because <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna point at the tires like, oh, he's definitely making a left. No, no, no I'm going straight. No, I'm going straight. straight. Right. Yeah. So I bought that guy that uh, that bike, the first, my first Vespa from yeah. that guy, yeah. and then uh, I even got the helmet from his deceased dad. Nice. My first helmet. Oh. Rough. I still have it. Actually. Did you smell I still it? have did it back home. <laughs> no, I did not smell it. I'll probably try it next right. year, but I still have the helmet. And then. One one of those days that I was just driving through the city and I saw one of the guys, actually a, a group of five, six Vespas coming back from Ensenada. Ensenada, yeah. From the previous rally. And right. I was like, I, th- these are my people. Yeah, they are. So I kind of yeah. made a U and just went to catch up with those guys. Yeah. And that's why I started hurt, uh, listening about the um, the scooter, uh, the group, the club in, right. in TJ, in which TJ. Is Mexica, Maxima Velocidad, yep. uh, which... It, it's yeah. been disbanded, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's dodgy. <laughs> it's still trying, it's trying to do some shit with such shenanigans. It doesn't real. It's not, it's not, it doesn't exist anymore. But um, the one thing about the the Mexico rallies, yeah. it, like the idea is, you're like, oh, we're gonna run down to Mexico. It's gonna be fine. But then invariably, you're like, oh, wait, I can buy actually a gallon of tequila, oh, yeah. almond flavored, yep. delicious, ridiculous tequila for an. You know, an impossible price, like a dollar, two, three dollars. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. And then we stop and buy fireworks. And the Mexicans, <laughs> when we buy fireworks, when we buy fireworks, the Mexicans are like, take the price tags off of everything. Yeah. We're going to rip off the yeah. Americans. <laughs> and the Americans are like, I want all of your fireworks. Well, M80s, M1000s, like everything. How many Roman candles do you want? All We're, of them. No, no. We're buying everything in the store. So just empty the store onto our scooters, and we're going to leave and shoot them at each other, (laughs) which is exactly what we do. And the irony is we go down to pristine, beautiful, amazing beaches. (laughs) And blow it up. (laughs) On the Pacific coast of Baja, California, right? Like this. Is it Baja, California, or is it yeah, Mexico? Baja. No, it's ba- so Baja, Baja is, is a weird thing. So you're in Mexico, but the California Baja, Baja, California. It smears into Mexico. It's Mexico, it's right? It's a smear. So, yeah, so like that's that name. And because the, the, because the Mexicans <laughs> were there first, they get yeah, naming rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the Native Americans that you have to respect because they're still there. <laughs> and yeah. And so when you're down in Baja, like, there is that weird thing about Baja. Like, everyone's like, oh, aren't you worried about going down to Mexico because of the drug culture? Dude, we're in Baja. Yeah. It's a motorcycle That's culture. That's why I'm going to Mexico. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah but those rallies are yeah. really good. And when I, when The yeah. first one that I started was number three. Yeah. We finished it at, what, eight or yep. nine-ish? Yep. yep. Uh, those were uh, camping on the beach, yeah. like you're saying, like buying a bunch of fireworks. Yeah, amazing food. Yeah. Shout out to Pancho. It is truly, it is truly Rock one of these day. things where all of the friends that you meet when you're in a Mexico trip, including Oscar, yeah. every one of these Mexican trips I go to, I meet somebody new who's better at making yeah. Mexico awesome. Yeah. 
And so that's why we do always tell people, if you have an opportunity to explore a different culture, if you have an opportunity to, to take a ride somewhere you've never been before, totally worth do it. it. Yeah. Because the and dude don't might... listen to the news that tells you not to do that's it. Oh, my God. Right? That's yeah. My neighbors were, my neighbors, my mom, you, they were oh, terrified okay. that I was going to Mexico for a rally, for a ride. You... And then I meet all these Mexicans who are my favorite people in the world. Right. And yeah. everybody I've ever met from... The Mexican city, the Mexico City Club, yep. and everybody from T- DJ and everybody San from Diego and everybody, they're fantastic. Yeah. These guys are all great humans, and that's where you say, let the motorcycling, let the riding, yeah. let the riding be first, yep. and let the politics don't ever yeah, interfere. Fuck the politics. I know, but it's like, oh. can you well, uh, speak a little bit to what some of the Spanish women on these rides? Might oh, be? hold on, <laughs> now, John, John. This is the weird okay. thing. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, a few years ago, I'm in this I ride. Mean, I'm not trying to be pervy. And, and a couple of my friends roaming around, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 Oscar, the romantic Hispanic. Oh, shit. And I'm like, yeah, that. thanks. <laughs> and so, so we're like, okay. So immediately I blow it off. I think that's some weird ironic name or what have you. So the second or third year that I'm down in Mexico... I'm riding, you know, again, I'm always riding somebody else's bike because I'm in Mexico. Somebody's been nice you enough got to loan Mexico. me a bike. Yeah, right. So I'm riding a bike, and we pull up into a, you know, a, a gas station. You know, the XO, 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 Infinity. So we're pulling up into this gas station, and there's maybe 75 of us or 80 of us. That's a good number. Yeah, and we pull in there, a lot of people on bikes. We pull in, and out of nowhere, this car pulls up. And this chick yells out of the window, Oscar! <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> and I'm like, What the shit was yeah. that just happened? Yeah. And then I look over, and there's this beautiful young woman hanging out of the car window yelling, mm-hmm. Oscar! <laughs> I suspect and I go, What the fuck? And I see Oscar random, yeah. go over. And he takes off his million-dollar helmet with a rear-view view in it. Like, he's got one of those rear-view looks-over-your-shoulder helmets and shit. Mm-hmm. Over-the-shoulder boulder holder. Yeah, so he takes off his helmet. He looks like, you know, a starfighter or whatever. He takes it off, and he goes over and talks to these young ladies. And I look at my friends, and I'm like, Oscar knows those chicks. Yeah. And it's not Ann chick. Honey, it's Ann car oh, full of chicks. Honey, honey I'm, on a, I'm on a ride right now. It's okay? a car full of chicks. You're going to have to just wait, okay? And Oscar's just, hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And we are standing back just going, what the shit did we just get into? He smoothed over the Mexican federales for us. He smoothed over the Mexican police for us. He smoothed over the Mexican military for us. When people we know should have gone to goddamn jail... For weapons violations, yes, they should. Somebody in front of their motorcycle, somebody, yeah. Yeah, somebody a, may have a ordained their bike with uh, oh barrels. My God. barrels. And Oscar just yeah. stepped up, balls as big as church bells, and talked to a guy who had more brass on his fucking collar. Oh, he has the most lovely. They were balls. outranking the ranking. Officers. Yes, yeah, they were, they I love like it how guys of, yeah. guys kept coming over with more shit because Mexican army is not like the American army. The American army is like everything's subdued. If you want to see somebody's rank, you got to like hold them in a certain light because American military always hides their rank because they shoot officers in open, right? In open ground. So like an officer in the military is like, you don't know. You're not allowed to salute him. But Mexican officers no, are flare. like, they got a fucking, Fuck that, yeah. yeah, they got flair. There's a pile of metal. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. There's a pile so, of metals and some. Oh, it's yeah. ridiculous. So like yeah. the first guy that came up and talked to our person who was getting Proceeded to get a stupid ticket. Reamed. Yeah. Yeah. The first team that did it was all like the grunts. 
Yeah. And then all of a sudden came the lieutenants. Yep. And then came the yep. captains, captains. And then yep. came the goddamn generals. And then we actually got to the point where it was the guy who ran the fucking post yep. was talking to Oscar. Yep. And Oscar is talking to the man who runs this entire goddamn military checkpoint. checkpoint. Yep. And Oscar's telling the guy, chill out, honey bunny. Just, just be yeah. cool. Bitch, be cool. <laughs> Bitch, be cool. <laughs> Well, I, I want to be there with you. I know. That was no, so fun. We and, and, and honestly, we were all hanging back going like, if Oscar doesn't get shot, we are going to worship Oscar for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. And we have a shit ton of pictures of that shit. So so yes, we do. Yeah. Because yeah. we were there for over an hour. Wow. And Oscar, everybody's helping him out and being very subdued yeah. and minding their own business. We were hanging not back. not taking no, pictures. Well, no, 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 no. No, I, no, no. They were definitely taking pictures like, Cool that shit off, man. You're Seriously? not helping me. And they were like, yeah, kind of yeah. doing the selfie shit yeah. with the yeah, fucking yeah, barrel yeah. and the military You're in the not background. You're not obnoxious oh Americans in any bad. way. It was bad. Oscar was bad. walked up to this guy, and I don't know how the fuck he did it, but Oscar, Oscar had a full on chat with a guy who had no. I mean, look, <laughs> look, I'm stuck with these fucking Americans. <laughs> yeah, I know. They all suck. Fucking Go ahead and shoot a couple. I understand if you got to take them to jail, but don't fuck me over, okay? Go ahead and shoot the little guy. He's 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 totally idolizing him. Meanwhile, he was like, "Fuck the Americans. If we have to, give me the fuck out of here. Why are you fucking with me? That guy's got all the cocaine. Okay. Everything." As we pulled up, again, again, we had separated away from the big group. Yeah, we did. So the big group, in the big group, you have numbers, right? Yeah. You fuck with one tuna, you get the whole school. But in this case, we like had five or six bikes. There were yeah, maybe yeah. five or six of us. Yeah. We'd gotten super separated. <laughs> so when our when the girl who, like, the girl who wasn't, she didn't want to ride with the pack. She wanted to be, like, first. So she was hauling super ass, yeah. but hauling super ass with some machine gun parts on her motor By scooter. <laughs> And so she had M240 machine gun barrels literally hastily affixed to her bike with a gas mask on the front. It was steampunk as fuck. Like, this shit was straight up, like, umbrella city. Like, it was cool. It was badass as fuck. But the Mexicans... This was a very much post-apocalyptic scooter job, right? This was rad. But the Mexicans have no fucking... They don't care about what you're doing once American guns get involved. Because American guns kill a lot of Mexicans, right? And, and that's the only reason yeah. why they have the checkpoints. Yes, it's it's exactly. just drugs and guns. Drugs and guns. That's the only thing they care So about. when you show up so with... But marijuana doesn't count, count right? right? No. <laughs> right, this count. chick showed up with 60% of a machine gun right. bolted to her scooter. So immediately the well, Mexicans are like, where's the other 40%? <laughs> right? So the Mexicans right. were like, the Mexican right. military the was like, right. look... Yep. She's trying to get through with sixty percent of two machine guns. Where's the other forty percent? And that's a righteous beef that they have. Yeah. Well, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But Oscar jumps in and Oscar goes. Oscar goes. You don't understand. She likes attention. Yes, she did. And does. We're all cool. So like, we're good guys. We all have a good time. Oscar saved our bacon. Yeah. He did. And, like, people didn't go to jail that day. No. Because you... They only lost the barrels. That was the only thing okay, that... I, yeah. I, I actually even tried to rescue yes, those fucking did. barrels, yeah, but they was like, okay, fine, keep the fucking Oscar, barrels. I was watching Oscar have a negotiation. It was like, okay, I know you want to fuck all, <laughs> all of us. All of us, yeah. But in the meantime, can I, like, just give you all the machine gun parts? <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, I'll pick the machine gun parts up later right. once nobody's looking. And the guy was like... 
we're going to have to have the machine gun parts. Yeah, I was like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, keep the fucking machine part, because All right, guys, the let's get the fuck out of here. The fact you negotiated with a one-star <laughs> Mexican yeah. general was yeah. impressive was, as shit. It was shit. badass. It was, it was really cool. Good. It was badass. Yeah. And everybody at that point was like, everybody, like, there are a little group of people. Yeah. We're all pretty big egos. And we're all sitting back there going, Oscar is dealing with his shit. No, Oscar is God. Yeah, he really that was. That wasn't a short ride. That was a th- almost like 300 miles yeah. each way. Oh, yeah. And it was Merritt was also there. Yeah. It, was, we, it was both Everybody ran out yeah. of gas twice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. If I didn't have a BV350, which has a largest gas tank on the planet, I ran up and got gas and came back. Yep. And and then everybody ran out again, and I and ran we, up and, and got we gas crossed again. some areas where the Baja 500 yeah. actually crosses, yeah. and that's when oh my god, the wind Tell was him. so harsh that my, so, my, so my bike at that point was already crooked, <laughs> and the winds were blowing like super sketchy, and my tires were barely just touching the floor because it was so windy. That's crabbing. It was, it's crabbing. Yeah, it was pushing oh, us really hard sideways, yeah, and, and, and it was like business. yeah, it was really we were bad. ripping along across the desert. Yeah, and we're moving, so we're crossing Baja side yeah. to side. Yeah, side. So that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. And we're blasting along, and we're like, we are having an amazing time. We are one with Baja. We are getting the true Baja experience. There's nothing but sand. And there's some rhinos like yeah. going sideways. With, yeah. yeah, It was so us, yeah. cool. Wait, 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 wait. Not rhinos, the animals, but the actual the, the, the yeah. quads. So yeah. as we're, as oh, we're okay. ripping yeah. along, and we think we are gods of the desert, then Baja 1000 vehicles yep. start going... You're in our way. <laughs> and we started getting passed. They were literally going. We had <laughs> accidentally entered the Baja 1000. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in a $10,000 rhino. Yeah. 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 Like, fucking scooters. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. And it wasn't like there were one of them. No, there were There were dozens of them. Yeah. them. And we had a pack of high speed bikes. And I'm, when I say high-speed bikes, I'm saying, like, we were clipping along at 60 miles an hour. Yeah, pretty much. In rough terrain, like, rough roads. Yeah. And all of a sudden... Were dirt, like, dirt? It's, yeah. It's a road yeah. under dirt. Yeah. So, so it's a sand, else, yeah. and then there's like, there's, like, asphalt that somebody put down 78 years ago. And then sand. And then sand. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what you're clipping along on. And you're moving good, because the Mexicans... Like the weirdest thing is, Mexicans <laughs> and San Diegans all drive at all the speed like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all what the, the fuck, all man? The speed. I've man. never been more scared than I've been riding with like girls on Vespas in San Diego, now, Mexico. If you're scared, yeah. Then I would be like a, a, a twelve-year-old girl. Both both Phil and Emmy were fucking scared the yeah. time. We actually we rode around the the, the hills. Yeah, twisties with no guardrails. Yeah, just fucking just going. And between we were the both riding straight up legit sport bikes. Yeah. You know, TT six hundred, CB one, CBR four hundred. Like we're riding on sport bikes. These cats are on two hundreds. <laughs> and every time we go around a corner, they're scraping. Cool. Every time the road, there's a <laughs> pothole or something, we just see sparks coming off the back of the bikes. <laughs> there's Vespa cheeks. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. 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 dude. Yeah. And so is, yeah. are you a god? <laughs> no, Oscar's crazy. He has like, two Facebooks. He has the one we know, and then he has the fucking oh, Hispanic yeah. People are like, oh, Oscar, I was I was going to use your name in a story. Can I? Like, <laughs> now wait, hold on. Now, but what Oscar should tell us is, do you still have a house in TJ? I do. Actually, that's so. When I sold my Katana Six Hundred, yeah. it was when I actually went and bought my my, my yeah. house down there. So right. I still have my house. I still have my P Two Hundred down there. Right. Uh, 
I think I have a lamy in pieces because it kind of happened. Because it happened. Because you have that to have happens. a bike in pieces. You do end up with a uh, And the other bike that I built when I was down there was yeah. the, the Allstate. Allstate. The 1958, yeah. 1958 Allstate, which right. I still love that fucking bike. Which is one of the things. Like, so no, Allstate's Lambrettas? No, no, no. They're, they're Vespa. Vespa Allstate. Vespa Allstate. Well, here's the thing about what Oscar doesn't tell him. What he should, he should lay it on a little thicker. Because <laughs> his Allstate is so fucking old. How old is, How old is, is it? it? Okay. His Allstate is so fucking old that Vespas weren't even imported into America right. yet. Hmm. They weren't called Vespas. That's there. right. Yeah. Sears Roebuck had brought a Vespa scooter into America mm. before Vespa had ever thought it was a good idea. And rebatched them. Yep. That's right. Yep. And they badged them as Allstates. And they're super that's crazy cool. rare. Yeah. And that's what all that's what Oscar has as a daily rider. Well, that's the blue one that I usually yeah, take out one. to the yeah. to the DGR. Yeah. And yeah. so it's one thing to have a '60s Vespa. I've got plenty of '60s Vespas, but his bike is crazy old. Like and Americans the, don't see bikes. I think it's the first year that they oh, yeah. changed from the wide frame yeah. with the handlebars yep. to the to the just to the, an the, actual the, real actual Vespa yeah. chassis. Yeah. And his bike is consistently. I mean, when we're talking about. You ride up on a 66 Superhawk, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. I got a 66 Superhawk. Oscar's like, yeah. yeah. My I, bike I, I was already this. used yeah. by then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can I be yeah. a blocker? I, I got this. That bike actually moves out, too. That's the one well, you've ridden. Yeah, so, that's, so it's, it's, the original motor was a 125, yeah. which I still have back home, but I, I kind of tweaked it a little bit. So it has a, so it's a uh, PX150 with a 177. Yeah, uh, with a 177 uh, kit. Poloni, yeah. So... His 1950. Oh, yeah. I've, I've done like one yeah. like 65 miles an oh, hour yeah. on that one, which in the front, it doesn't have any damper yeah. or any suspension. Yeah. It's just a spring. It's and spring. It's just, you can bounce it up Very around. It's just boy. doing, boy. Yeah, it's yeah, a pogo, pogo. Yeah. doing 65 miles and, an hour, which is bonkers. And again, every time I've ridden with Oscar, Oscar only knows off and on. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what I was talking with uh, yeah. Johnny Mack in the earlier today. Just I, I really missed like popping wheels and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, oh, right man. on it. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. The juice. So I mean, that's one of the great things we joke about the podcast being a group of similarly like-minded nincompoops and idiots. Well, no, we're actually people that have an appreciation for weird stuff. Yeah. And we do. Like, and it's a big family. I mean, it is I, a big family. So you yeah. were asking about the club. So I started with the Maxima Velocidad. And then when I... Wait, uh, wait, wait. Maxima Velocidad. Fastest velocity. possible. Maximum speed. Velocity. Velocity. Yeah. 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 Maximum Then I was a velocity. honorary pharaoh. Yes, you were. Friend yep. of a pharaoh. Have yep. another friend patch for that. Yep. And then when the... Uh, That's San Diego Club. The San Diego Club. Right. right. And then when the Maxima Velocidad got disbanded, mm-hmm. got destroyed... I'm officially a um, heat seized from yes, Vegas. That's right. So I, Vegas. I got repatched yeah. by the the club mm-hmm. in, in Vegas because I used to go there every time. You're a bad motherfucker. And then there He's was the whole Sam Crow episode that we can't <laughs> talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff we can't talk about. <laughs> and, this is, and it's a funny thing because he's. He's also Oscar because the Jedi's have completely adopted. He's not patched in yet, and it's a weird thing with the Jedi's. When so, I went to, when I went to Denver the yeah. fr- I've been there I feel like a couple times the Jedi's yeah, wish you yeah. was a Jedi. Yeah. So for yeah. work I've been a couple times yeah. in, in, in Denver and actually have a the, the magnet for the Rebel I'm right. a Rebel Alliance. Rebel, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm not an official Jedi. The but Jedi Knight Rebel, Scooter Rebel Club Alliance. is a weird thing. Uh, yeah. it, I feel like Porkos has to be like involved. It is. Yes. So it is, there is yeah. so in Cleveland, Stefan 
And Kurt Cousineau and myself, we are the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. So we're Jedi Knights. And the Jedi Knight Scooter Club means that first things first, so, you have got to build your own scooter. I got this I thing. I want to be a Jedi. You I can. Actually, you have to yeah. build your own scooter. I don't know if Would you guys you know this about Chris? me. Is yeah. My, is my but I'm a hardcore Empire guy. <laughs> well, we had those. They were called Stormtroopers. And I started that club. Long live the fucking Empire. Well, we did that for a while. And, and actually, the Jedi, yeah. the Stormtroopers so. lost me. In a oh, yeah. in a battle, so there was a battle that happened at the yeah. at, at, at Niagara Rally, <laughs> and I actually was lost. I I used to be a stormtrooper. I used to be in the Empire. Actually, I was one of the people okay. that started. I started the Stormtrooper Scooter Club. Yes, and I defected to the Jedi. Yeah, the dark side Proper. is really where it's at. Well, it and, used to be. And if you watch any Star Wars right now, you, I yeah. I think you'll agree when Ray goes to the dark side. That's when things are going to get well, good. Can you know, going to plow your face? I haven't seen <laughs> all the movies yet, motherfucker. Okay, but anyway. Seriously. That's not a spoiler. But that's not a spoiler. Can we go to Porco's time? No, nah, well, we can. I mean, hey, it's not that early. It's not that late. So now, Oscar, Oscar, due to his Come job, on, has mm-hmm. moved yeah. up to Milwaukee. 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 Yeah. And then, at some point. I want to jo- be a Jedi. So at some point. <laughs> well, we'll work Steve, on that later. have time for you. At some point. His job with Rockwell said, yep. you can go to, I think, what do they give you, Paradiso or? No, they either Monterey, Monterey. back to Tecate, or Cleveland, Ohio. Right. <laughs> Wait a second. Seriously. His job came to him and said he could have Monterey. Mexico, yeah. Which is in Mexico. Not the Monterey in California. No, no, no. It's Monterey, Monterey Mexico. Mexico. You could have Tecate, Tecate back, which is where, where was, you come where from. Was, yep. Right. And or Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. I'm glad you chose Cleveland because well, I love you. And I yes, love you, Oscar. And, I, I seriously do. And this is what's funny is because he was in Milwaukee for over a year. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So he was in Milwaukee. He ended up, his first day in Milwaukee was in a blizzard that oh, couldn't God. be beat. Yeah, that was He's a, a Mexican guy, and he shows was, up. That was the worst blizzard <laughs> in so many years. I, the first weekend I was there, fully in like, I think on a Friday, I started working on Monday. They had two feet of snow over the fucking weekend that they've never seen in such a long time. And I had to shovel that shit to get my car out of the garage. Had you ever seen snow? Mm, only on vacation. Oh, yeah, right. Only on <laughs> right. vacation, right. never actually trickling down, no flurries or any of that shit. We, I did have a snowblower in the garage, obviously in front of my fucking car. Oh, so I had to shovel fuck. that crap to get the car out. Yeah. Why'd you have to shovel it out if you had a snowblower in front of your car? Because I couldn't get it out of the fucking garage. Man, it was was in front of my, in. Yeah, it was in front of my car. So one of my favorite moments ever is when Oscar called and he's like, well, so they're offering me Cleveland. And I was like, Oh my God! You have to come to <laughs> yes, Cleveland. Yes, you have come to like, Cleveland, yeah, Oscar. You I have love to come you. to Cleveland. Well, yeah. This is family, and that's why. I, yeah. And even told the, the people at work, I was like, yeah. "Just let you know, I, I knew there was a couple. There's two spots here in, yeah. in Cleveland that are part of the company, and and I told them, you know what? I know some people over there. If there's ever an opening, just let me know. Yeah. And after two years, they were like. Giddy up, son. And all his friends <laughs> in Mexico, <laughs> everybody in Mexico, is so concerned. They're like. Oh my God, are you going to take care of Oscar? And I'm like, yeah, we're going to take care of Oscar. And it was like, Oscar takes care of us. So, <laughs> like, the only reason I went plus, to Isle of Man was because of Oscar. Yeah. Anything happened to Oscar. Well, look, Oscar has been truly my greatest, like, 
you know, we should totally do that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm on it. I'm on it. Let's do <laughs> Let's it. Let's do this. So I would have never gone well, Isle of Man year, if it wasn't for Oscar. Admit, this yeah. year has been nothing. It, it's, it's, it's been awesome. It's gonna, it's yeah. gonna and this year, our schedule this year is insane. Last year was kind of yeah. slow, yeah. kind of a downer. <laughs> this Not this year. year. No, this, this year's is game, year. on. Got a game on. Yeah. All right, so Steve. Yep. Last, last but not yeah, last, but yeah. absolutely we, we not got, least. We got three minutes left, Steve. So, <laughs> well, so rev this puppy up. For I, actually, how how no can I follow? I pay, I pay for the buzz, buzz sprout. I pay for the feed. It's how, go. How can I follow Oscar? <laughs> oh, no, that's not right. so, so just okay. okay right. So, so uh, let's explain how your hip got replaced. Well, so okay. <laughs> Um, one time at band so camp. I wanted oh, a yeah. motorcycle ever since I was like five years old. My mom and dad were never Take having us all it. the way back. All the way back. Day one, motorcycle oh, uh, one. When were you born? So, 1971. Yeah. 71. 71. Oh, you're a baby. Me and John, same. <laughs> right. Right. May, May 19, May 2nd, 1971. Mars. Um, so by the time Gemini. I was five or six or Pisces. seven, Pisces. I wanted a dirt Pisces. bike. I wanted the dirt bike so fucking bad, and RM80 was the dirt bike. Yes, it was. The Suzuki, Suzuki RM80. RM80. Yep. I had all the magazines. I had everything. Yep. It got so bad that, like, on Christmas sometimes, I would, like, Jay I didn't care off. about anything. I would wake up, <laughs> and I would have a dream that I got the RM80, and I'd run into the garage, and I'd open the door, and there'd yeah. be nothing there. Oh. And then I'd go to the presents, and I'd be like, I don't want any of this fucking stuff. Like, where's my fucking bike? I don't want Whatever. an AFX slot car track. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, finally. I'll take it. By the time I was 10 or 11 or 12 or something like that, I started cutting people's lawns and I saved some money. And so when I was 13, I bought a Tomos two-speed. Oh, all right. Okay, and so when I was right. the day I turned 14, I got my license. And in, in one year, <laughs> in one year, I put 22,000 miles on a Tomos two-speed. Holy what? shit! Yep, yeah, I rode dude. that fucker. 22,000 miles. Twenty-two thousand miles. I rode that <laughs> fucker <laughs> everywhere. Apparently, dude. he didn't have a television. No. Nope. <laughs> He had no. <laughs> he had no idea. That's all I did. He had no idea. He had no idea what was going on in different strokes. No, nope, nope. nothing. Every every day after I rode it to school, I rode it home. I rode it everywhere. I run on weekend trips. I rode that fucking thing everywhere. Yeah, boy. And I still asked for a motorcycle. They said no forever. And then. Um, one of my buddies had a, a Trizinger 125 that broke, and he gave it to me, so I fixed it. So then I destroyed my parents' yard with that for a year, <laughs> from about 17, whatever. Cheap and then I, I, I did more landscaping and worked and worked and worked. So in 1989, my senior year of high school, I bought a 1987 Honda Hurricane with no actual motorcycle riding experience. Well. <laughs> I bought it off of somebody that was there. <laughs> And a so, 600? Uh, 600. The, yeah. the Hurricanes, the red and white, yeah, 600. Yeah. And Again, I, not one listed on Craigslist right now. No. Getting no, you, harder to find. No, totally Was it red and white or was it white and red? It was white with the red yeah. and new things. Stats are easier to find than the And I rode the hell out of this thing, and I got a couple of my buddies into it. So we were like the gang that rode to our senior year on motorcycles with really? helmets, and we couldn't put our helmets in the, the locker because they wouldn't fit. No. So we had to take them to all the classes, which just all told all the girls, like, hey, these guys ride motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> so that didn't suck. But, um, yeah, but so I also, I also worked at this place called Fun and Stuff, which had golf carts. I was golf the carts. Go, uh, yeah. uh, no, no, go-karts. Go-karts. So I was I the go-kart manager. I was riding that. Wait. I was the go-kart manager Where for Fun and Stuff. In Twinsburg. Fun and stuff. Fun, fun and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fun and stuff. But so I had my first motorcycle accident in that parking lot because I was coming to work on my bike, and this lady pulled out right in front of me, and I hit all the brakes all at once, and then I dumped it over. 
And so then I had scratches on my pride and joy. Mm. So I put stickers on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You, yeah. No fear stickers. Yep. Those and are so, actually called no band-aids. Fear, band-aids. No fear right. stickers. Band-aids. If you had a CBR, you had you no fear no stickers right. on the side of that shit. So <laughs> later later chicken. on in the year, my buddy who had a lesser bike than me offered to buy my bike for more than I paid for it. And I said, oh, sure. Right. And I sold it. And I bought a Jixxer 750. I had a 19, oh, really? 1988 Jixxer 750 Clay. in 1989. Jixxer, <laughs> yeah. right. A one-year-old Jixxer. So, yeah, to, was a brand to new. what you were talking about with yeah. your Cantana, yeah. there was, was a it thing, the blue and white or the white and blue? It was the white, blue, and light blue. Yeah. So that. Um, so I used to go to this place called Tinker's Creek Park, and every Saturday morning there'd be like 100 sport oh, bikes yeah. and everybody polishing them, and girls would drive by and be like, Tinker's Creek up? is notorious for that. Right. So, um, Beautiful. I was down there, and this guy in a katana is like, your bike sucks. And I'm like, your bike's Kmart. And we fucking argued. <laughs> your bike's Kmart. <laughs> and so we decided to race. Yep. And unbeknownst to us, there was a guy on a horse in the woods writing everybody's license plate numbers down and oh, all no. this shit and stuff oh, and watching fuck us. That so <laughs> we took off through the park. And I hit 137 miles an hour, and this oh, I don't know that, but oh, yeah. they told me that. They told you on. that later I, on. I in ran, court. All right. I ran, <laughs> I ran six stoplights. And so when we got to the end by Bedford, right. there were three cop cars blocking the road. Yeah. And the dude on the Katana actually slid through the grass and slid past him, and I stopped. What? And I was kind of pissed, right? Holy and shit. So as soon as the cops came up, they were like, don't worry about him. We have cops at both your houses at this point. Oh. And I was like, oh. So I got, oh, man. I got drag racing, fleeing, fleeing, fleeing evading, evading. resisting yeah. arrest, reckless seven stop. stop signs, Wait, reckless how'd, up. How'd you get fleeing and evasing if you stopped? Because there were cops behind us when right. we were racing. We didn't even Because they them. stopped eventually. Yeah. So we, yeah. we stopped well, because bullshit. of whatever. I agree. But here's yeah. the best part. So then the tow truck shows up, and they took my bike, and they put straps to the back wheels and let it hung upside down yeah. as it drove away, yeah. smashing into smashing everything. Smashing into stuff, yeah, yeah, like a pendulum. So I lost my license for a year and a half. I lost my girlfriend. I lost everything. And Jeez. my parents were like, you'll never ride a fucking motorcycle again and all this shit. And I suffered. Well, silently. that'll teach you. Yeah, it, ta- it taught me a lot. Um, I lost my license for a year on my TS-250, by the way. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Wait, you, uh, TS two fifty no, and no, a GSXR seven fifty are both Suzuki's. Yeah, that is the end of the similarities. The thing, right. <laughs> and I, I also forgot to mention that that bike's name was Satan's Bitch. Right. And Look, his bike had a sticker on the side that said Sax. Yeah. Right. It had Suzuki Advanced That's Cooling cool. System. Cooling System. Right. Yeah. Sax. Right. Sax. So after many you know years of dealing with stuff, whatever, then I bought a um, a Suzuki GS five fifty like normal ass yeah, like nineteen eighty yeah, something a regular bike. and took girls on rides right. and did things. You and became stuff. a more pedestrian motorcyclist. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I had another something. Or I don't even remember what the other bike was. But then around like ninety eight or ninety nine or something like that, I started to notice that there were CBRs involved, yes. like CBR nine hundreds. It's a tough place to be. Fire and then I met yeah. I met all the Starboys guys <laughs> and all this stuff. And so I was into punk rock and stuff, and they weren't, nope. but I liked the motorcycles, so I was right. like, okay. So then I started riding, and then so me and a couple of guys from a ridiculous, stupid hardcore band and stuff started the company called Rider for Life, Yep. and we kind of toured with the Starboys, and we were doing wheelies and stoppies and all this shit, and we started this company of, of t-shirts that kind of catered to the sport bike company. You mean RFL? Rider for Life, right? Yeah. And so that's, that's actually around 2000 or something is when yeah. I actually met Phil yep, because we came to his shop and said, hey, 
you need to have all these cool shirts with stoppies and fucking wheelies and stuff. And he's like, you guys are completely homosexual. <laughs> I asked what I said. I was like, well. <laughs> but meanwhile, me internally, right. I'm like this guy that likes ska and punk rock right. and stuff. And I really don't appreciate the guys I'm with because they're not, like, they're all wearing right. Jankos and stuff. And I'm wearing checkered sneakers. And like, They used like, to call their group, the, the, the press at the time called his group Danger Incorporated. Yeah, all right. So we're <laughs> so trying to sell Phil on these a shirts. A death that wish like and a marketing guys plan. And, stuff, and Phil's holding to his roots and saying, yeah, I'm not going to sell that. Sorry. Would you like to go scooter racing? We're yeah. racing scooters. That's what I told him. I was like, yeah. I was like, if you want to join us and you want to do what we're doing, get yeah. a bike, yeah. go yeah. out and race. We got a racetrack. We got licenses. We're going to go out and tear right. it up. Like you're like, we don't, we don't, we don't get arrested every stupid. week. But, but anyway, so I, I, that was with Chubb Fresh. Yeah. Chubb Fresh and Steve <laughs> and Captain Trump and all these fucking people. This is crazy. They're, so say Trump? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, well no no. No, these is, guys yeah, no these right. guys it's crazy. no politics, whatever, but they're all like super hardcore. They're big alt right people yeah. now at this We're point. fully so ghetto. We don't even fucking care. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. their big yeah. thing. Captain and we were like Trump. Yeah. No, 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 not at all. Captain right. Yeah. Trump. No, no. The guy the dude is seriously like he's like and yeah. I don't I don't care about politics, whatever. Right. But he is that. But anyways, but so whatever. So all this happened, and so like <laughs> Phil was like whatever. And I kind of felt disconnected because I'm like, I like ska. Right. Like, I listen to ska <laughs> bands. I like who doesn't like ska? Like, you know, you don't but, shit. but I was right. doing wheelies and all this right. stuff. But so one day, um, around I want to say two thousand and three. Right. Um, I had, I was a pretty good stoppy guy. I was never a super yeah. awesome wheelie guy. And I had a 900RR, and I was going 105 yeah. on Route 2, and I decided to do a stoppy. And my Scott steering dampener decided to say, you know what? I don't want to work today. <laughs> and it flipped me off, and I broke my collarbone, like six ribs, like all oh, kinds of seriously? shit. And I slid down the road, and my bike spun behind me. But we had enough dudes when we did this where my bike was scooped up, thrown in the pickup truck. I was thrown in another truck taken home and said here here's a yeah. bunch of drugs and here's some fucking <laughs> alcohol and wake up tomorrow i don't feel so bad about your hip no well no, <laughs> no. I, I i destroyed my hip on other things but anyways so <laughs> after that i kind of gave up the sport bike wheelie guy fucking squid bullshit and then i just you know i had bikes here and there and i rode and i did stuff and i'd stop into phil's shop and i didn't talk to him i didn't talk to anybody i just kind of looked around and did stuff and then um I got into some bikes or whatever, and then <laughs> my second wife. Her- I'm going to make him look at the monitor now. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we had a lot of furred out bikes. Yeah, there's a, there a lot of yeah. furred out. Yeah. A lot of what bikes? Uh, furred out. Furred out. Well, so when you're doing you're wheelies. Three, then? Well, when you're doing wheelies, there's a purpose to this. When, <laughs> when, when you're doing. There's a purpose. When, here's a purpose there, bro. When you're doing wheelies all the time and you're crashing in parking lots trying to time. do slow wheelies, you break plastics. And yeah. so you start zip tying them together. And after they zip tie them 300 times, yeah. you're like, what can I do to keep the plastic together? So you, you, you 3W spray it and then you put fucking fur on it. And no matter how much you fall over, the shit it's stays still together. Fur, man. It's all stuck I'm going to tell you. The bones are all crunching up and everything. Factory There's a bag of bones crunching inside. has got right. nothing on Michael's craft store fur. Right. Like, 
fun fur will hold together everything better than any right. fucking you know air. You can crash twenty seven times in a yeah. day, and your shit just gets it looks looser, great. but it's it still looks fucking better. fur. Yeah, it really yeah. does. I learned something new today. Yeah, it's yeah. so true. And that like, was the whole keep point. It furry. That was the whole point of that. There shit, was a whatever. period of time in the in the nineties. <laughs> Not joking. Um, these cats would come into my shop all the time to try to buy broken parts or whatever, or sell stolen bikes. Or sell stolen bikes. Yeah. Hey, do you buy motorcycles? Because yeah. I'd really like to buy that scooter, but I'll give you seven three hundred RRs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. So do you like an RC fifty one? Because right. I got forty seven of them in my in my shed. So, but so all yeah. I, I've never not had motorcycles after right. that part. I've had a million different bikes, all different kinds of like you know just. Like like Magna seven fifties, which I I love yeah, the Magna seven right. fifty is a great, a great bike, bike yeah. and all these different things and all this stuff. And then um I kept going and going and going and I ended up buying a NC seven hundred and riding it around and I was like and that's when you had your yeah. shop in you know in a menor area and I stopped back in and so my wife started working for Case and her <laughs> boss was like, Hey, I'm selling a scooter. I said, oh, really? I'm like, I love scooters. Like, I always kind of wanted more scooters and stuff like that, things. And so I, I went there, and it seemed like it was working, so I gave her a 1000 bucks and I took it. <laughs> and then on the way home, it started to break, and then it started to break more. It stopped working. And then I went to Phil's shop, and he's like, well, can you get it here? I'm like, yeah. So I, I, I rode it to the mentor shop and almost didn't get there, and it was a Stella. It was a two-stroke Stella. And then Phil was like, everything is broke. <laughs> This is going to cost you more than it's worth. Do you want to do it? And I was like, well, I kind of have to. Because I, I love, I love that. Go get your the bike money in back. Question, the bike in question had the notorious Stella bad crank. Uh oh. And then on top you of the Stella bad crank, the they, had, crank. they had kept adding shit to it. To try to make the bad crank problem go away, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, blow no, no, up crank. Let's put a top right. end on exactly. Yeah. Let's yeah. put a big." And so kit. I was like, "No, no, we need to start over." So <laughs> Phil was like, "So listen, so we can either fix it or we can really fix it." Right. I was like, "What? What's really fixed? Like, well, fix we can the put shit out of it. A race crank, yeah. a race That's this, jelly. race that, and yeah. all that, but it's going to take a while to get all this." Right. And I was like, okay. He's like, well, in the meantime, right. well, I have this P200 yeah. sitting here not doing anything. And I was like, hey, that's... Uh, no, 125. P125, yeah. yeah. So I got the P125, and I started yeah. riding that. And then they worked on that. And yeah. then he was like, hey, you owe me like $97,000 yep. for this scooter. It was at least okay, 90000 I'll yeah. pay the $97,000. It was a fortune. Yep. Yeah. So then I got that. And then, um, you know, so we started hanging out again, whatever. We relived all the other stuff. <laughs> and you put all the Doctor Who stickers on a scooter so I couldn't hate him? Yeah, right. So I had the Doctor <laughs> Who stickers. Yeah. You motherfucker. So, yeah. That's it. In my He's playing my heart sprint. In my brilliant yeah. um, scooterisms, I, I, I was like, you know what? This plastic sleeve that goes over the cylinder is stupid. This is dumb. Why that is cooling it shroud totally doesn't need to be it there. It doesn't need to be there. <laughs> so then I was, If we got rid of that cooling <laughs> shroud, it would look so much cooler. Yep. <laughs> and then I was going like Good 70 miles an hour, cool. and then the engine decided to not work anymore. No, it decided to be one yep. unit of metal. Metal, <laughs> yep, that's what it decided to do. <laughs> it so, decided that the non-homogenous metals would become homogenous. Right. <laughs> so I started my path down two-stroke scooters, and I started yeah. to adopt them and do stuff, whatever, and all that. <laughs> and then I bought a bunch of adventure bikes and things and stuff. And yeah. I'm up was, to like a million bikes. And that's hilarious, <laughs> the way that you went from sport bikes to scooters which re-energized you oh yeah into riding bikes well again. you know what yeah. and this is a, this is an honest to god truth thing and like i don't tell a lot of people this but yeah it's like i never felt comfortable like 
I was sitting there during like I filmed the Starboys getting arrested in Florida, right? Like, like, like because I was always a film guy. That's what yeah. I do for a living. I do yeah. film and stuff for a living. And and even back then, I was always had a camera. And I'd be filming them, and I filmed the day that Scott. Like he always mm-hmm. missed his dad, and he was like he was really fucked up about his dad. Yep. He would do really shitty stuff and get hammered. And so we were in Florida for stunt wars with Todd Colbert and all these guys down in fucking Lakeland, Florida. He somehow started a backhoe and got the thing running with all these oh, like stunner dudes who were like over as, as like over testosterone, super fucking jerk off dickheads. They're all cheering this dude on. So he takes this fucking backhoe, like street scraper thing, gets it running, puts it in full gear, jumps off of it, and sends it toward a gas station. Right? And he's going to blow up the gas station and cause all, like, the whole city to go down, right? But then, like, a million people in SWAT come and shut that down and arrest him. And I have all that on video. I still have it on video of all this shit (laughs) happened. So, like, I never really felt a part of those guys. So, like, when I found the Skitter guys, I'm like, wow, they like the music I like. And, like, they like all this stuff. And I don't really want to kill myself anymore. So, you know, it was. And we go to Mid Ohio. Yeah. And we have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And everything that we do is stupid. But not a ramp is not actually trying to kill anybody. No. Well, not a ramp is just trying to have fun. Right? Well, you know what else I like? And the thing that really drew me into what you do at your shop and all the guys here and stuff Aww. is that fun. <laughs> well, no, but, but fun fun is cool. Okay. Yeah. Friendship That's is true. cool. But nobody yeah. pushes each other to be stupid no. to hurt no. yourself. No. no. Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, there's no, like. Hurt yourself. <laughs> Go ahead. Hurt yourself. Fuck you. Well, no, we all. <laughs> Everybody's kidneys have been hurt at some point. And this is the point where the video is solid gold. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, the kidneys have been hurt, whatever. We've hurt our share of livers. But there's no, there's no like. The douchebaggery stops at douchebaggery and not oh, exactly. it doesn't yeah. go past it. Yeah, so, right yeah, on, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what we like about words. it. It's it is. a hug. It's a hug. It's a table, right? Come on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. Wait, wait. Let me, let me, let me. Give Schliebe Also, so Fiege. So Fiege. All right, hold on. Fruity, fruity, fruity. Here's coming. But also, my name is If anybody needs to know. Man down. Man down. My name came. I was actually a successful DJ, and I toured the world for almost 16 years, and I was signed to 57 different record labels. So and I did house music, so I made for I made my living for 15 years. Traveling, really? oh yeah, look I'm up Discog, Sleepy Sea on Discog. I will hug all over Sleepy <laughs> hug him. No, I'm gonna hug Cinch later. Slay so him. now that we've met the members of the Cleveland Moto Podcast, Midas, Cam, and uh, Nick, um, would anybody you, Nick. <laughs> would anybody like to read or would anybody like to hear oh. our very last message from Rand? Yes, Randy? yes, yes. Man. Oh my God, Rand the man. Oh man. man, I'm telling you, like so. Not even joking. Rand is my new favorite friend at 5 a.m. Only when he's drunk. Well, that's the way the package <laughs> arrives. Um, I don't choose. I don't judge. But the point being, oh my God, it's fantastic. It Rand delivers on a Cleveland Moto level. He can every he single not. time. Every single time. I love it. So here we go. Um, gonna say straight ahead. He threatens to call us. I'm gonna read this and then we're gonna try to call him. Don't yes. you fucking threaten me, okay? Call him. Thank you, sir. We're gonna call him. Call Rand. Call we are. Rand. Call After Rand. I read this, call Rand. so call we're gonna Rand. call. I mean, this is this is 
about as big as we're going to go. Um, we read the last one last week, and I think <laughs> just absolutely stunning success. Oh, 100%. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I dig it. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to start back with Rand going opining about the problem with... Uh, there's a lot of text on that phone. There is. Oh no, it's uh, it's it goes back for meters. <laughs> meters and meters and meters. It's the burner phone, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So this is our burner number yeah, for burner our number. podcast patrons. <laughs> Which you so can like be high, a little little plug right yeah. now. Right. Yeah, you can want be. to. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff. So the reason we did this, get to know get to know Cleveland Moto, get to know Motard. Because we are all Motards. <laughs> yep. We're yes, totally we Motarded. Yeah, yeah. And the reason we got to know a Motard was because we had a lot of people that are podcast or uh, Patreon members right. said we want to know more about who the fuck oh, they're really? dealing with. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Who are these fuckers? Who are these fuckers? I mean, right. Yeah. So who next week we'll guys? actually get to the IMS show stuff that we were. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll deal with that. Yeah. shit. We'll yeah. 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 I couldn't miss though. When <laughs> getting the opportunity for us to be like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to talk about us. Um, so while I'm doing that, Okay, how did Sleepy Cinch's hip surgery go? I sincerely hope it went well. If I got names wrong, I truly apologize, but I know who he is, and I seriously hope it goes and went well. My heartfelt wishes are with you, buddy. It Aww. went fucking great. It and I, great. Dude, Brand, I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Um, you, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was very scared Call going Rand. into it. Yep. But Call. any listener out there that their doctor has said, like, hey, you might want to have your hip replaced, do it. fucking do it. Yeah. Sleeps. Right. Like, the question is, where did you have your hip done? Well, let's let's go back one. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. So yeah, I was right. I was yeah. looking at several different things, and there was a, a certain way. It's called the anterior Wait. approach that I wanted because the anterior because they go in through your they go through the side. Through and the think, but more importantly, you have no 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 movement restrictions the okay. day of the All thing. Right. Yeah. It's a vaginal process. <laughs> right. I went through my vagina, <laughs> and they fixed it through my vagina. But no, but so it was a whole thing, and so Chris. It, wonderful wife. Um, I tried to call a few times and stuff, and she hooked me up with the right people. And at Metro Hospital, Metro Hospital, Metro Hospital. Right? Yeah. yeah and on top of that, so I had gone to the death. Cleveland Clinic. I've gone to some other places, and they were very nonchalant. They didn't give yeah. a shit. They were like, "Yeah, you want to do it? Fuck you. Whatever. We can do it. Whatever." <laughs> but uh, honestly, I, I'm not lying. Metro Health was like, "You know what? We would we would like to talk yeah, to you. Let's, you're, do, you're, let's you're, do it." So I met with a doctor. Ball. He went over my stuff, and yeah. and, and realistically. They, they made a great plan, and from the moment I went in there until I left, it was the best experience I've ever had with any kind of an operation. Yeah. The follow-up, the people that actually care, the people that call you. like They, they momentarily removed your leg. Momentarily removed my leg. They shifted over slightly. Yep. Jeez. They took off the hinge. Yep. They put in a new hinge. Yep. Ball and socket. If you've ever had a motorcycle with a really bad swing arm, yep. they greased my swing arm, put new shocks on, and fucking put it all back together with a new fucking tire on the back. Or so, new Steve, or bushings. Or so Steve, the question or is, how would you rate that surgery on a scale of 9 to 10? <laughs> 11? Hey. 11. Roman 11. twist. Oh, fuck it. It really, it so really, really was good. And I'll, let Uber, me say this. Uber to Roman twist. No, but seriously, there's, there's, guys, <laughs> out there, there's guys out there that are hey. having hip hey. pain, right? You can be, I'm only Cinch. four. What? 
Blah blah blah. Uh, no, 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 no. No, Steve, say it. Okay, say no, it man. Seriously. No, but there's guys out there. I'm 48 years old, right? I never thought that I would have to have a hip replacement. But I was in pain. I was in literal pain all the time from this bad hip. And and honestly, like this surgery has yeah. changed. It's changed my life. Right. Like, yeah. like it really has. Like, good like, thing you did it. My day to day living yeah. experience is better because right. of it. Right. Yeah. So I, Steve, I recommend it. I mean, I so Steve, what what was your rehab time. schedule? So <laughs> you had surgery. At what point after your surgery could you walk? The day of the surgery. Did you guys hear that? Oh, that's amazing. That's but I had I had I had motivation. So I was laying there, and the nurse came in, and she said, "Hey, dude, it's like eight thirty at night." Yeah. And if you don't pee by midnight, we're going to have to do a catheter Ooh. in your wiener. Oh, no. And I said, okay. <laughs> so they gave, me, they gave me the fucking the thing that you right. sit in the thing and yeah, whatever, and, and I couldn't and make it work. Yeah. I don't know if it's gravity, whatever, but yeah. I couldn't make So I asked the lady, I'm like, can I stand up and go to the bathroom? She's like, can you? And I'm like, I can well, damn well try. I, I, yeah. yeah. And she yeah. was like, it's up to you. And I was like, okay. So I stood up and it kind of hurt, you know, obviously yeah, the incision and stuff. The it's incision. not going to feel great. It was, Same way. Hey. But, but, but it was the incision. So once I got up on the leg, yeah. it didn't hurt. Right. Nice. So then I went in there and I pushed my fucking, and I pissed like a motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, you're not sticking anything in my dick. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's exactly right. right. But, but seriously, like a few days later, it, like, it was like this. And then they were like, so everybody worries about. So you say that your dick's is, dick is exit only? Yeah, exit okay. only. Excuse me. Excuse me. Lame. No sounding. <laughs> Excuse me. Steve would like to ask if they touched your tickle button. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure at some point. Multiple sure. times while I'm he was sure. under. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. They did such a good job. So, they, 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 you know, I was really scared of pain pills. I was really scared of opioids and stuff like that. Yeah. But they were like, we're going to give you the minimal amount. If you have problems, you can call us and whatever. So they gave me these really tiny motherfuckers. And they said, take them every four hours. Well, I took them every eight hours. And I kind of dealt with it, whatever. Whoa, and within, wrong way around. You're supposed to take those every two hours. No, but here's the thing. Within two and a half weeks, I was off the pain pills, and I was just, I said, yeah, fuck that's, it. That's the way to do it. I'm yeah. really amazed. And then I was done. For you. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So now, now I'm five, five weeks in, and I'm doing PT and stuff. I'm walking. I got no cane. I have no pain. Yeah. Like, just a little bit in the incision, but it's a completely different pain. You know what we I mean? All, we all wish you a woman. Well, well now, I have a wife, so, you know. Well, the way they do a hip. Is they're able to cut the whole hip out and everything? They don't actually cut through the muscle. No, they, they just move. separate the muscles. Move well, no, the they side. cut it a little bit, but it's 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 to the point where you don't have to have you don't you're minimally not, invasive. Yeah, right. right. But um, it, it's 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 pretty amazing. I mean, like I couldn't imagine that it was yeah. that good and how well, well that, it worked but out. The scar that you have is it's, it's like six inches. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not six small, inches, but it's still it's it's you know it's six inches. That's what I said. No, If you're worried about being a if you're if you're a fucking hip model and you have a giant dick and you're worried about it, then you might lose a little bit of money. But nobody in the history, even my wife, doesn't want to see any part of this area. So I'm. You're fine, dude. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. To Glad to hear it. Do you want to hear, Steve? You're not you, going to. Now we're moving on it's to. Last call in Porco. At do, this point. Oh my God! Somebody's calling. But do you want to hear? Yes. What Rand oh, says yes. Yes. immediately after of hearing the us attempt to call him oh, last shit. week. Yes, but we're going to call him today too, right? Though. Well, he's calling right now. We'll see. He, he might be, be. calling right, right. now. We'll call see. Rand. He's Wait, calling the wrong number. Be quiet. Let's hear the voicemail. No, you won't. But anyway. Okay. Okay. So here we go. So he responds back. Now, this is after he's listened to the podcast. 
Oh, and he knows we're trying to get like, a hold oh, of shit, him. Oh, shit, I got called out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, that was fantastic. Hey, Phil, truth is I'm boring as shit when I'm sober, which is 90% of the time. <laughs> don't you worry, don't, you won't be sober we'll, around us. Right. We all are. Yep. You don't want me on your podcast anytime when I'm sober. Okay. Wow. Neither do our audience. <laughs> so uh, today was a hard day at work, so I'm having a drink or two. Giddy up, son. boys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Giddy up. I'm going to be at the one show, and I'll track you and John down, though. Can't wait to meet you guys. John is going to be there, right? Yep. Oh, he's got a lubed up Clickety glove click. just waiting Again, for you, Again, it is so difficult to listen <laughs> well, to you guys. I've got one waiting for him. Hey. <laughs> Again, it is, it is so difficult to listen to you guys on the podcast five days or so after the fact that you're trying to call me at five o'clock in the morning. While I'm driving to work saying while I'm driving to work saying, call Rand, call Rand, call <laughs> Rand. Call Rand. No, no, that's impossible. Call him now. He's three call hours behind us. Oh, he's listening. Hey, Sleepy, he doesn't get us live. Right, right. No, right call right, him right, right now. Do you want to call him right yes, now or do you want me to read? Call do you want, do you want me to call him right now? It's 8 o'clock. Or do you want me to read the rest of this? No. Read the rest of it. Read it first. Steve. Yeah, we have 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes. Do you want me to read this? Shut your mouth. Or do you want me to call him? We said this before. <laughs> All right. All right. Saying, call Rand, call Rand. When I'm stone cold sober, I feel like I'll let you guys down. Sorry. It feels like there's no way the timing of workout right. Unless. Tonight. Ooh. Unless I iron butted myself out to Cleveland this spring or summer. Yes. <gasps> Wish Do I it. was single, Vintage but I days. might be able to overcome it. Do it. Vintage Do days. It. Vintage I'll see days. you guys next week. Hey, I went over to the Vancouver, BC motorcycle show last weekend. Like Ooh. we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went to Vancouver. I really wanted to go to your show in Cleveland, but the time and the money didn't make sense. I took Terry, and it went horribly bad. We walked into the show, and there was a Kawasaki display. It was front and center. I was a kid in the candy store. I was sitting on anything and everything. I fell in love with the Z900RS. As many people did. Yeah, yeah. we did. That yeah. green yeah. metallic paint. Oh, screen. yeah. Oh, man. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful bike. The uh, Super W800. Well, W800, but there was that KZ, that Z900RS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad it's ass. a nice well, the super bike. secret is uh, look up a Kawasaki Zephyr 1100. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In that same livery. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Same colors. Yeah. Uh, I was seriously jonesing on that. Then I told Terry I wanted to grab a plastic bag to throw our pamphlets in, and she disappeared. My instincts told me to sit tight so she could find me. An hour later, she showed up. I'll explain next week. Yeah. Ooh, bum, bum, bum. But I the was block pissed. Pickens. I did sit on the concourse. I loved it. The concourse versus the Z900RS. What do I do? Chris Not Smith a will tell you. For you only I can decide. Call Rand. Call Rand. <laughs> hey, Phil, the next episode. Wait, wait, wait. Horse versus a Z900? Yeah. I can decide. I that can for decide. You. All right. So, hey, Phil, on the next episode, can you do a slow and steady introduction of everyone? Well, we just did that. In my mind, I think I have all the names messed up. In my world, I uh, send me a PDF with pictures and subtitles and the names in the <laughs> and a, a three-word description of each person. Three words, done boys. Done. Three yep. words. Hey. Well, we also did a sperm sample, so we're going to send that out. <laughs> Big, oh, fat, right. stupid. Oh, right. Check your FedEx. My heart goes out to the grumpy skewer guy. Yeah! The only guy that gets called out. <laughs> he and I are in the same world. My job consists of designing the pipes that get the turds to him. <laughs> I love that guy. I totally love that guy. 
Then oh, his pipes back up. <laughs> then he sprinkles them with unicorn fart dust on the turds, and they completely disappear before discharging effluent downstream. Paul Ren. Seriously, he has the most important job in the world, and nobody knows about it or appreciates it. He is the thin brown line between civilized life and dysentery. Yes! yes. The brown thin brown line. line. I love it. I love that the guy. Thin brown <laughs> line. I totally love that yes. guy. <laughs> the thin brown line. If it wasn't for the grumpy old scooter riding sewer guy, you all would be in a world of shit. <laughs> Doff your caps and give him a heartfelt thank you. Steve. Steve. Yes. <laughs> Give him a oh, laurel and hearty handshake. Doffing of caps. All ran. Doffing of caps. Wait. Doffing of call caps. Call right now. What's uh, this cover? You want no. to, do you want me to read this or do you want to call him? Call him. You no, want to read this? Call, call him. Call him. Let him finish. Call him. Let him finish. And could somebody please tell me his name? Steve, Steve Hoffer. The Hoff. <laughs> and give me a list of names, <laughs> goddammit. All right. Fuck, I've got to go to work in the morning. Uh Uh-oh, ran out of regular liquor on a weeknight. All that's left is that damn dirty bottle of Stroh. Tomorrow is going to suck. Hell yeah. Tip of the cap to Noko Moda in their 100th anniversary episode. Yeah, Noko Moda, 100th anniversary. Well done, guys. Did you listen to their intro? Fan-fucking-tastic. The story behind the pickle. Right on. We love the pickle. Hey, Phil, I'm sending a message to Noko about telling them about the show next weekend. I'm referencing you. I hope that's okay. Oh, it's okay. You can reference me whenever the fuck you want. Dan Um, has DNA still on him from you. He does. (laughs) It is true. And and you know what? Moto G Pete and Squiggy, you know what? Their lives will never be the same after meeting Cleveland Moto. All right. That was a great time in Columbus, by the way, right? My goal is to get all you guys together. Yeah. 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 We all love hanging out together. Wouldn't that be cool? You bet your ass it would. Tim, four good buddies. And I'd like to remind you. This guy's guy's in Portland. This guy's in Portland. And all I have to go to Portland. Oh. Go with the. If only you're we knew Portland, somebody in Portland. You're going to Portland. Uh, you I'm to go. going to Portland. I think you got to buy a ticket to Portland. Yes, I, I All right. do. Do it. So, so I woke up do at Dark 30 and I saw this message. And I was like, Jisro woke up and saw this text. Fantastic. He's like, sorry to wake you up. I'm like, yeah, Johnny and Matt, Johnny Mac and I will be at the one show. Yeah. And Steve Hofford is the grumpy water treatment guy. <laughs> uh, Steve, have to try to lock that in. I said, we'll do a proper introduction of everybody at this week's podcast. Which y'all oh, just heard. Oh, yeah. All right. Three hours later. Three hours later. Yeah. It's been too long since we've done one. I'm sorry. I'm such a sloppy drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he said, spreadsheet, starting one now. I said, yep, the Pickles song for the 100th episode rocked. No? Uh, I said, What's uh, it's kind of funny because my daughter worked for a, a company called this Pickle. We like the pickle. No, no. All right. So unfair. I want to be there. I ply- I pleaded to Liza to contact Noto to a- Noco to attend the one show. I need you to put the pressure on them as well. Whether yeah. or not Moto GP and Squiggy show up, it's up to them. But we are going to have an epic time, no matter what happens. He said, "You, me, Liza, Noco, and Johnny Mac watching the flat track races, yes, and Johnny Macklefresh, and he did sign your name almost right." <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. And apparently Emma's going to be there too. Ooh. All oh, right. Wait. So that's cool. And yeah. Knock. Yeah. Oh, Knock. Yep. Fuck yeah. Knock's going to be Knock. There. What's yeah. up, Knock? Knock's going to be Fuck there. Knock. I, I love Knock. 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 Knock's yeah. awesome. Fuck knock. Yeah. All right. So anyway. I love all of the misfits. I, yeah. I do too. I do indeed. I love every single misfit. 
And he says, Some well, Dr. Waters point. be attending. Not on your goddamn life. No. I'm going to tell you, Dr. Waters believes in only first world vacations. And if we're going to be at po- in Portland with all of us, <laughs> that, that is mean? not a first world <laughs> vacation. You, she does she's been smell. to Mexico with us. That's I totally mean, you, first world. Yeah. Call him really? Now. Yeah. She does not want to smell dude farts <laughs> for um, days. So dude says, I was like, okay. I was like, so she's got to work, so no Dr. Waters. This is an epic trick br- trip for us for sure. We're looking forward to the alibi and feminist strippers. Yes. Giddy up. And he says, I'm just trying to gauge my appropriateness. I said, oh, and Naked Jim will be there. Ooh. Uh-oh. So all yep. bets are off. Do you remember the chrome, like, getting ourselves painted oh, yeah, up yeah, for yeah. Valhalla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that was yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim impressed me. One of those guys? Yeah, that was good. Uh, flaming burnouts, that was good. And then he writes, oh, snap, this is over my normal daily civil engineering conceptualization, but I'm all in. You know I've listened to Lingford... I know I've listened to you for a long time, to you and the Misfits, but I don't know the basis of the term naked gym. Well, you're going to find out. It turns well, out well, well. it's kind of one of those self-explanatory things. <laughs> it just, yeah. it just yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. Seriously. Yeah. You don't have to read into it. No. He, no. he says, Phil, seriously, I'm fucking sober. I'm, I'm fucking boring when I'm sober. You're going to think I'm a tool when you meet me. Not nah, likely. No. Uh, I can't stress this enough. Uh in the absolutely worst case scenario, I have a warehouse location where we can group up and talk shit. Oh, it's my about dear. a half an hour away from the show, but it's quiet and controlled. You Perfect. better take the Boy Scout. I should be sleeping right now, but I'm so damn excited about bringing you, the Misfits, and NoCo and Moto nice. together. My location is boring, but we can talk about the burn fire and shit and fire pits and sorry burning shit is nowhere near close enough to the show but i i uh, if we get kicked out of some place i have a place that i work at that is cool enough that we can burn shit drink and have a good time hell yeah oh shit my warehouse sucks we don't have any bikes that's what he says who cares Uh, i mean my warehouse sucks only because we don't have any bikes but i can bring everyone to my warehouse and we can talk shit and burn shit but my location is far from the show. This is at 0300 Cleveland time. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm in a bad place. I have to be smart and work in the morning. No. Call no. him. That's overrated. All I want to do is talk about bikes. I'm probably going to get fired tomorrow. Yep. Oh, boy. And then, uh, uh, sorry, self-pity. I'll fucking get through work and ignore my notions about the uh, above, about my dismissal. But uh, it's not your issue. Delete this all promptly. Nope, nope. And then uh, the next morning at 10.40 a.m., he writes, Jesus, that went dark. Yep. <laughs> well done, my friend. No well worries. Yep, no I can worries. fake it. Yep. We I love said, it. that happens to the best of us, especially when we start thinking about work. Yep. And he says, as usual, I was mostly full of shit. Sorry. But my, sentiment, but, but my sentiments were real. Yep. If yep. I wasn't full of shit, I wouldn't be full of anything. And again... Yep. Yep. So now, here we go, guys. Call. Yep. <laughs> Ren. Ren. It's Ren. It's not Ren. that bad. Ren. No, it's not bad at all. She should know better. I wouldn't pick up. Oh, fuck. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up. This is the second time you tried. Answer the fucking Come on, Ren. Let us go to voicemail. Don't do it. Unless I was. Do it. Do it. Don't do it. Answer. Answer. Come on. Do it. I wouldn't pick up. Give him two. Give him two calls. Do it. You got to give him two. I wouldn't pick up. Send him a text first. Say, 
We're calling you. It's one fucking call. Your call has been. Oh, call again. Call him back. Call him back. You got to give him two. Give him two. No, the text text first. We need just a little bit of help to convince Steve Hofford, the grumpy sewer guy. I love you. To go to Portland. Yep. I love you a little bit less than Daniel. Answer the goddamn phone, motherfucker. (laughs) That's important. Answer the phone, comma, motherfucker. Motherfucker. Thank you. Period. You don't care if you're sober. Nope. Give him 30 seconds. You don't care if you're sober. Yeah, yeah. Give give him a moment. A minute to answer. Yeah. Yeah. To read the What do you think is the rate? Do we say 30 seconds? Do we say a minute? A minute. A minute. A minute. A minute. So, okay. so what do you think? So, so now that we have Rand as like our, our, our little buddy here. I don't think he's a little buddy. He's, oh, no, larger he's a big, yeah. big, a big buddy, shot. right? Yeah. And honestly, again, based on his description Six earlier. Six four, 250 pounds. Right. He's a patron. But how is he not surrounded with cool guys since he's like cool? Well, again. It sounds like he lives little? outside of Portland. Right. Yeah. He's got a l- obviously... A little issue going on with uh, maybe being cooped up a little bit right. with the wifey booze. Right. As one does. As one does. And that doesn't As mean one does. you want to get yeah. divorced. My wife no, tries to stab me on a daily basis. Just it saying. just means that, well, there's a little bit of stifling that can wait, go on. Can I, can I? Wait, hold on. My wife, so I had Especially have, women over 40. Oh, they're all Here business. we go. I had to have blood. Oh, would you guys? Wait, ready? What, ready? What, what? Three, two, one. Oh. Hey, Rand. What's going on, man? Oh, oh wait, wait, more, more. We gotta get some more audio. Speaker, on that. speaker. We'll, we'll rub some heat on that. All right. So here we are with Rand. Yeah! 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 Finally! Oh, yes! Finally! <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, so Steve the Grumpy Sewer Guy. Yeah. Drank two hundred dollars worth of bourbon tonight. <laughs> he did. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so glad he called it. Yes. <laughs> well, thank uh, God. Uh, you know what? I love you, man. With you guys. Yeah, and and this is one of those podcasts where we start with a table full of brown liquor, and <laughs> and the weird well, thing is it. the no. bottle of moonshine is the only the bottle, bottle that didn't get open. It didn't it's get so open. Good. No, it's open. Oh, is it open? It's open. Oscar's doing the moonshine. So, um, <laughs> so if you could say, like, we know that Johnny Chrome, or sorry, John Mecklefresh, Mecklefresh has committed to coming to Portland. Tickets are bought. Oh, it's he, on. The tickets are bought. We got the hotel room. We're good to go. The okay. thing is, like, my hotel room doesn't care whether or not there's two people in it or three people in it. And I got a rental car. So uh-huh. should we get Steve Hoffert, the grumpy sewer guy? <laughs> Should we get the grumpy sewer guy? Grumpy sewer guy, want to show up? Why would you want to show up? I want to show up. I love you, man. Yeah, and 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 he also so he so when Liza and Knock and Emma came out to Mid Ohio, Uh Steve like Steve got along. He bonded instantly with Emma and Liza and Knock. And realistically, I don't know why the fuck Mr. Hoffert doesn't join us in Portland. Yeah. He's got to join us in Portland. <laughs> there you Fuck go. Him. Yeah, there you go. How yeah. could he not? Right. How could he not? I don't think he... The sewer guys got to hang out together. Right? That's it. Yeah. So, <laughs> wait, so, if, so, wait. So, if everybody's coming out to see you out there, well, who who can? Are you coming to the Mid-Ohio Vintage Days yes. to hang out with us? It's not a bad oh, idea. Man. Well, so we we'll can work talk on about that. that. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Talk we'll work on that. One. 
Yeah, we gotta do that. Don't give me this old man shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sleepy Sitch makes the best coffee that I've ever had. Yes, Yes, he does. Yeah, we do tend to take care of each other pretty good in Ohio. So, honestly, John and I have been insanely excited about the whole idea of coming out to Portland. Uh, The more that we look into it, uh, the more the the better idea it sounds. And on the other hand, we're pretty drunk right now. That's yeah. also true. <laughs> but still, they already bought the tickets, so it's all good. I'm stone cold sober. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you better catch up then. That's not difficult to fix. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's it's the weirdest thing because it, the way we do the podcast is everybody shows up sober, and then Kropke, like well, Kropke well, brings in like nine bottles of. <laughs> I, of mead, of mead. Uh, tonight, tonight we're only drinking mead and bourbon. Yeah, yeah. bourbon and cider and cider. <laughs> I'm beer. still, I'm still convinced that cider might be mead. Well, yeah, fuck and, you. And, moon, and moonshine. And so it is. And I'm, I'm, I'm worried that two hundred dollar um, uh, uh, whiskey is not much better than a hundred dollar or fifty dollar whiskey at this point. Oh no, it's better. Is Trust it better? Wait, I, just, wait, I, just wait. Drank, I just drank the tin. Can you cup? please yeah. explain? That I'm not grumpy. No, he's not grumpy. Yeah, you are. He's a bit of a curmudgeon. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. a curmudgeon. I he's find not. Steve quite lovable. I, the only reason I say that is because yeah. if you've never met Chip, if I've never seen you or anything, right. you just sound like the crankiest one on the... On the, on the right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very cranky astute. at all. Very, very astute. Rand, yes. apparently he's a cranky motherfucker. <laughs> I am not yeah. a cranky, cranky oh. motherfucker. Rand, he's, he's emotional. He's Rand, not cranky. Apparently you are hearing us in Technicolor. (laughs) Dude, you have got 2020 hearing. (laughs) You mean son of a bitch. That if anybody needs a trip to Portland, it's Steve Hopkins. Yes. Yes. Um, Yes. You know, I once had, I I once went to a strip club for breakfast in Portland. (laughs) Yes. And I think that that's probably... What's, yeah, I, I think want, that's I want to know the best like thing about Portland. I love Portlandia. Yeah, Steve does love Portlandia. He's got an unnatural attraction to Portlandia, which Portland people hate. They like Portland people are like don't don't accuse us of being like no, put a you, bird on it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but again, if we can get Steve to come out, I'm going to consider it to be a major life goal achieved. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So right on, dude. So, um, have you got your tickets yet for the show? Yeah, I got my tickets. Nice. Excellent. All oh, right, on nice. man. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. I got I got thoroughly raped by a ticket master. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ticket master. Just like the uh, the ticket insurance because I was fucked up when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We don't believe that. Yes. No. So, in some weird place of your mind, you're hoping that something goes bad so you can use your ticket insurance. <laughs> exactly. like, Wait, do they have White Castle in Portland? Oh, God. No, probably not. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. No White Castle. No White Castle in Portland. There's a million cool things you can do yeah. in Portland. Is there bourbon in Portland? I can take yeah. you to a it's legal weed for me if I could uh, come. Yeah, right. Fuck Wait, you smoke weed yeah. in yeah. Portland? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. And I'll take you to a cowboy shop in downtown. (laughs) There's a cowboy shop I like to go to in downtown Portland. It's got saddles on the second floor. So it's all this really, I mean, I like, I'm an Hey, old, can I put a bit in, in yeah, Michael Fresh's mouth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll buy a bit and bridle. 
You can ride knuckle fresh until the Yeah, dude. Wow. I'm all down for that. I need some pictures. I think for that we go English style. Yes. Wait. Uh, I want to go Master Blaster. So master master Dan- Daniel's got to come with. Hey, who Daniel. runs Barter Town? Oh, oh yeah, Scrumpy. Who runs Barter Town? Scrumpy, maybe. Master Blaster. Yeah, I, I fucking, I cannot, I cannot say hey, enough. I'm so looking forward to like a mother's breakfast. Like a proper Portland experience. Yeah. But don't scare him. You don't have to do anything. Just no. be you. Yeah. That's all he that that's it. Oh yeah, for the record. Yeah, I know that, was, that you were you're kinda like, well so I'm not bad, I'm yeah. not loaded up and I'm only fun when I'm loaded up. Yeah, no, you don't have to do that. You don't have no, to do that. Actually, yeah, bitch be cool. Bitch be cool. I am loaded up and I am not fun when I'm loaded bitch up. Be cool. <laughs> it's all good. Steve's a grumpy old man when he's I'm a not fucking loaded. grumpy old you bastard. You, you don't Here's the thing. You don't have to get everybody arrested to think we're you're cool. No, no, no that's no. the thing. Yeah, right. You're cool no, already. Cool. Yeah. However, yeah, we we're all. I mean, honestly, the fact that the fact that you're listening. To I think us, it's safe to say too. We're not going to be riding anything. Yeah, no. no. And that's a good point. We're going to be in the uh, in or the con- anyone. We're going to be in the salubrious confines of an Uber or maybe a Lyft. Salubrious. Uh, we don't need like any. We don't I mean, need I'd any. ride a mini bike or something stupid or a dirt bike. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't plan. On I any. think Johnny I want Mike, a monkey. Johnny Mac. Give Mike, me a monkey. Johnny, monkey. 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 Okay. So I'm. I'm. What I'm hearing is we have two flat track candidates. Uh, monkey. Yeah. The problem is these two guys. They get a couple of drinks in them. They're like. I'll race that on a couple. Th- on Dr. Really, Pepper. a couple. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, wait, is his wife okay with him being debaucherous? No. Debauched. No. He Mine? said he bought two tickets. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. Nice. Now, did you buy a ticket for you and the missus? Yeah, just in case. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Stuck, so, yeah. so I, I, I did hear I, you. You mentioned something about hanging out in the Kawasaki booth, and then your wife disappeared. Oh, did I tell you about that? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> uh, Rand, I'd like to tell you, I have a way with wives. Just so you know. <laughs> Don't let them alone with Mac. No, no, no. Nothing like that. I no, she won't be able to sit I'm for very days. Good at, I'm, it's very, not, no, I'm John very, is, very John, good at wrangling wives. John is the wife whisperer. Yes. Like John is wives. very good at yep. making wives understand <laughs> that <laughs> this is just us having a good time. This is what Rand needs. Yeah. So so now let me just just give me a tiny bit just a little bit just give me the tip just a tip and, and whoa, whoa, whoa. just oh, wait, a no. just a tip Not just, just a tip, tip just for a minute just the tip uh-huh. just for a minute what happened to your wife when she disappeared when you were in the Kawasaki booth I don't know if she's listening to me on their side of the garage door but no where'd she go I went to grab a bag stick some pamphlets and flyers in and then. Fuck, I, I go back, I said, I'll be right back, and then she disappeared, and then I fucking stood at that goddamn Kawasaki place for about 45 minutes waiting for her to show back up, <laughs> she just wanted back up after about 45 minutes or an hour, and I was just fucking... Honest, honest question. Was her jaw was her jaw sore when she... <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, sorry. No, 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 no she's... Now, if you can ignore the obvious purient comments of my associate, <laughs> if you can possibly, if you can find your way to ignore that, I'd like to take you back to, if I could, Cleveland, Ohio, at our motorcycle show, the same weekend of our motorcycle show, 
motorcycle uh, show. We had a bridal which show. Which I wanted to go to. <laughs> yeah. But so, it's a fucking long ways away. Oh, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And we wouldn't recommend it to anybody unless you like White Castle and strong liquor. Wait. Mm. 50%. Yeah. We, we tend to run about 80% around here. <laughs> also, <So>, Strode <laughs> doesn't mix with, with root beer. Strode doesn't mix with anything. No, no, so, no. But they had a bridal show. So the Absolutely. other side of the hall that we were in, so the hall that we were in, one half of the hall was motorcycle cosplayers, and the other half of the hall <laughs> was... Uh, was bridal, uh, bridal cosplayers, and, and bridal accoutrement. So like it was DJs and and you know catering and mm. tablecloths and whatnot. Tattoo removals. Yeah, tattoo <laughs> removals exactly. And bridal accoutrement. <laughs> so so if your wife disappeared for forty five minutes during the midst of the show, she may have just wandered over and found something exciting to look at, like something that wasn't a Kawasaki. Z900 RS because realistically the the greatest woman in the world won't get excited about a Kawasaki Z900 RS because I know right dude it's fucking gorgeous right we got them here baby so a Z900 we've always talked about the Z900 being probably the greatest revitalization of a vintage motorcycle ever and then they do it with the paint schemes, like the the candy, the candy green, and the, the candy, candy green. yeah, the candy green, the yeah. candy root beer, Jesus. fucking good, man. Like they know what they're doing. If your wife disappeared, honestly, your wife probably just went over to talk to the people from like Harley Duk- Davidson, Harley Davidson, or Dukaki or Bukaki or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly, they pose no real threat. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. But then, yeah, then I had to drag her around, and we got so pissed off at each other that she followed me at 10 paces for the entire <laughs> It's like the uh, Iraqi parliament. Yeah, the Iraqi parliament is required to follow behind 10 paces and one step off to the left. So, yeah, that's the way it works. Listen um, to you. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think you can't recover from this. I honestly oh, can't no. wait to meet your wife. Oh, no. I, I think she sounds like a wonderful woman. Again... John Mecklefresh is a bit of a wife whisperer, so he can smooth it over. He's just a great fucking guy. He is a great guy. Yeah. And if I, she doesn't fall I to that, go now. all you can do is show it's her a porco. picture of my garage, and if she sees my porco. garage, she'll be thrilled she's married to you. I might quit my job and come to this show. I might do that. That might happen. So... So as far as we're concerned, I'm so glad you picked up the phone. That couldn't be better. Thank you very uh, much, buddy. Yeah. That's great. And if we can Cheers. Get, and we're, we're all going to raise our glasses yeah. uh, to Rand. Uh, Rand. 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 So Rand, uh, Rand uh, we got to call your attention to, we've had about 17 emails this week, and 14 of them said, call Rand. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we did. So settle the fuck oh, down, man. Rand. So we called Rand. <laughs> Um, okay. We're gonna bring. It. We're gonna bring the R2 unit. To Quick Portland. question, Rand. Are you drinking? Right. It's a Friday night. What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> uh, Max Johnny Max says. Uh, so, quick question: Are you drinking? Easy. Yeah. No, we were sitting down for dinner. No. Oh, <laughs> shit. Fucking 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 8 o'clock. I'm barely out of work on Friday nights at 8 o'clock. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, for real. Lame. Some of us worked 48 hours a week. Yeah. Way to go, engineer. Get Oscar's on. making a gas face. Yeah. Oscar gets out of work at the crack at 3 p.m. because he goes in at 4.30. Oh, yeah. Damn. Uh, so, for reals, we are not joking about coming out to Portland. Uh, we will connect information as we do. Yep. 
And but but <laughs> if everybody is going to you, yeah. you have to come to Vintage Days. Well, That's important. I think we'll work on that. So right. we're staying at Rand's house. We're right? staying at Rand's house. That was the plan, right? Nice. Yeah. I already <laughs> sent him the address to our did fucking I, hotel. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Rand, it's all parties at Rand's house. Yeah. Um, so when Rand, when you do come out, we do want to get together with a whole yes. bunch of podcast yep. hooligans, and yep. we want you to be there. Thanks, and we're so, going to take care of you. And we are going to take care of you. Yeah. So okay. here's to Rand. Rand. To Rand. To Rand. Ride fast and take chances. Yeah, buddy.